Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. It's been a while since KB had to do the walk back, but yeah, yeah, yeah. he walked back. Some people think that I'm just doing that to make it seem like I'm not here. If I'm not on set, that means we have no producer. And Kenny Beecham's on the ones and twos. And yeah. boy, it's so much easier when Kenny Beecham's on the ones I can and do twos. Those. You I, could. You I could. can just hit record. Mike has done the, the ones and twos before yeah. a few times. Yeah, the FaceTime me six times before he, he started, but he did it. Uh, no, I, I did it the one time on Zoom, and I had it on like the talker thing only. Yeah, so, so if somebody like, talked, it was only Pierre. Yeah. Yeah, it was a right I definitely time. remember that. Right no D Mills today. It was a pilot episode. It was. D Mills is in San Diego with his boo thing. We Have a good time for his birthday. Birthday week. Yeah, happy belated birthday. Yesterday was his birthday. So, But I've seen the fans giving him love, for so sure. they're aware. Um, today is 4th of July. We don't take no breaks. Mm-hmm. Next time we see D Mills, we will be in Vegas Yep, for Summer League. And for the Through the Wire Live show. On Sunday. The 9th. The 9th. Uh, TTWTour.com. This is the last episode you're going to see from us before that. So if you have not got your tickets, which is completely free, hit the link in the description. We got confirmation that we have some NBA talent on the panel with us. So it won't just be Through the Wire. It'll be Through the Wire plus at least one NBA player as far as we know. It could be more. And we're not spoiling who it is just yet. No, 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 no. We're not going to be doing that. But, yeah, come your ass to Vegas. See Vic, B. Miller, Thompson Twins. D. Miller, too. D. Miller. And then, yeah, you can run into Through the Wire. I always tell people, if there was one thing to go to that's related to the NBA, and Vegas is also having, like, an NBA con I've been seeing. Which is going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, I always say come to Summer League. You know what I mean? Like, all-Star Weekend is a hell of an experience as well. But Summer League is like no other because I feel like the players that you see, they like right there. Yeah, people just walk through the concourse. Yeah, like they're pictures like pictures and talk to Gabe people. Vincent we ran into last year just like by the concessions. Uh, Patrick Williams, Patrick Williams the infamous picture of yeah. them making y'all the same height. Yeah, We meet so many different people, and I'm not even talking about like we met a lot of different people also being on the court or whatever with credentials, but where the fans are mm-hmm. – yeah, it's everything. like one way in, one way out. So, and then because it's Vegas and it's a strip, it's not a lot of movement. So you'll you'll run into quite a few people. We had dinner and it was Monte Morris and them behind us, and then the yep. Mavericks in front of us. So yeah, Mavericks I was, minus Luca. He wasn't with the on the team. Dinner. Oh yeah, Everybody Luca was, was like, uh, "Y'all boys go eat without me." <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's also out of all of the options, like the NBA Finals, the All Star game, cheapest, the cheapest, yeah. You can get through the door and watch a full day of basketball for the low. A full damn full day. day. And you know, it might be Wimby, it might be school, it might be B Mills, and you get access to two gyms. I'm, we're, we're pitching something that y'all should already know. Summer League is the way to go. Summer <laughs> no, League is the way but to go. I, if, Especially if you're over 21, because you also got Vegas life after for basketball. Sure. <laughs> but on some like real shit, I've never been to something where players were as accessible. Yeah. Like last year we went and we were chilling and watching. The game was over and Andrew Nimhar came and sat behind us to talk to Coach Few, who coaches at Gonzaga. And they just casually just came in the stands to just talk. Or Tyrese Halliburton casually came over to say something to the Pacer players who were playing in that, that gym off to the side. So it was like legitimately, uh, I went to, I was trying to show RDC where they could sit at. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were sitting next to uh, Christian Brown. Right. <laughs> and right, I was yeah. just like, oh, that's uh, that's, that's homie from Bro, Kansas. It, every, oh, it'd be a lot of times I'd be thinking about when we went to All-Star with RDC mm-hmm. and Desmond have fell asleep like during and one of the during, pin- yeah during like the one of the pinnacles of like no, the All Star like seventy five he fell fell asleep when they were introducing NBA seventy five. Hakeem yeah. Elijah one just came out and I looked to my left and Desmond is K old. 
He like, you got to get that rest for the club. Yeah, yeah it was a he's, long night. He said, sure. who cares about these top <laughs> five, 75 players of all time? He said, where's Vegeta? Um, but it's been a while since we've talked. Also, last thing about uh, Summer League. If you're a creator, it's also the place to be. Everybody's networking. Everybody's talking to each other. You're, you're going to be able to talk to some people that's going to be able to make some shit happen. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Uh, when I was there, when we were there last time, we uh, well, I met the Hoop Intellect for the first time. I know y'all had probably talked to him a little bit, but I wasn't aware of his content there. He hit me up again, said he's going to be there. And then the No Ceilings dudes. you know, like So there's always going to be creators there. There's always going to be the shooting coach of a random team that you, if you do your research, like, oh, that's him. Maybe I should chat with him. Networking, networking, networking. Okay, mm-hmm. Summer League, through the wire tour, also, RCP. We, we've saw plenty of times where we were sitting next to Rob Palenka. Rob Palenka, um, Bobby Masai. Webster and Masai, like, they Somebody just doing chilling. the stanky leg. But I, 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 am, I am holding myself accountable, and I was going to say this to y'all in private. <laughs> he crazy. <laughs> I was going to say this to y'all in private, but this is the year we, 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 let, our, we let our guard down. I agree. We already kind of got a little bit comfortability because we know Shams is going to be there. We know him. Uh, I'm sure some other people we're going to run into, we know some of these players, especially this rookie class, would probably be a little bit more in tune with us. Mm-hmm. So it would be a little bit more comfortable versus being like, I think last year we didn't notice that we had on-floor credentials to like day three. We were just sitting in the stands. We were like, no. wait, can we get to the floor? We was on the floor when LeBron came. Was that one of them days I left early, and that might have been LeBron day. Oh, I hope not. But, yeah, LeBron walked past us. He sat I remember there, seeing Brian sit. I, don't I, remember, I remember, remember seeing him walk past. I vividly remember us not knowing exactly what we could I do. And then we were pushing the boundaries like, oh, snap. No, but this is what we could no do. There's no way day three Maybe is I was exaggerating. Yeah. Maybe I was exaggerating. Yeah. But we didn't know originally. For sure. And yeah. then we just kept going and kept going. Nobody yeah. said nothing. Nope. We, was in we was in that motherfucker. Hey, Dame. What up, boy? The ma. What's going on? Yeah. Comp they, 10. Dame walk in nowadays is a little bit different. And I guarantee he's going to be there. He will be there. This, that, that is, is but the what place. teams is he going to be watching? That, that's the question. That's the place <laughs> where people go when they know their name is hot as fish grease. Mm-hmm. Russ and the Lakers had attention. What Russ do? <laughs> yeah. I'm finna come my ass to summer Kyrie league. Irving. Kyrie, yeah. I'm coming my ass to summer league. Yeah, that's just like the thing. So I guarantee Dame is going to find his way in the midst of all of this shit at summer league. Talking about some let's go scoop. It's always some drama too. Because remember. Uh, Russell Westbrook and LeBron didn't dap they up or something. Out, well, yeah, and it was, it was two was different like areas of the court. The story of summer league and shit. Bro, I remember it was a story because LeBron had bought like some pre-made snacks to summer yes. league instead of him eating <laughs> yeah. the concessions. He was eating like something out of a sandwich bag. I think that's a smart man. Yeah, them concessions are whack. Yeah, that it's not good. I want to hold them accountable for that. Y'all, y'all need to upgrade for y'all to have such a large. Portion. I'm pushing the boundaries this year. I'm bring. I am bringing a backpack with my own food and see what they say. For y'all to have this large crowd of basketball people and to be having them weak ass chicken tenders and that yeah. weak ass pizza, there's only like three options. Yeah. Um. But free agency, free agency, baby. So we did our stream on Friday night. Um. The first couple hours of free agency, we saw most of the bigger deals happen. Then, mm-hmm. um, that video here on this YouTube channel. If you want to see our literal like first reaction to things, which is why you didn't get a Saturday podcast yep. because we did it Friday. Um, but I don't even know where to start. I think between that, we Dame officially requested a trade. We've had a lot of more signs. So I'm Harden. opening up the door. I, where are we starting? This is where I want to start. Mm-hmm. I want to know y'all reactions to the mega deals. Because I think when we saw these contracts um, on the show, 
they were coming in. So we would react like, oh, man. Or, or we And we kind of had a feeling like, oh, there's that contract. We knew Jeremy Grant was getting from the Blazers. Oh, there, there's that contract we heard for Evan Fleet. And we just kind of was like that. But now that you've had some time to dwell on it, uh, you've seen the reactions of other people in fan bases. You see the other moves. The Jeremy Grant deal looked cool at that time because we didn't know Dame was requesting a trade versus now after yep. the trade request. Uh, what were y'all initial reactions and emotions compared to how you feel now and um, your actual thought thought process on these particular deals? The first thing, I'm, I am going to say this, though. I had to tell a lot of people that I, I was in an applaud stage because there was a lot of stories in this significant uh free the specific free agency class so my critical criticism thinking you're talking about like the fred van fleet kind of one that one jeremy grant kyle kuzma like my initial reaction was like good job yeah yeah i'm i'm like it's good to see him get that money but i just that was on my mind is that like jeremy grant got that money and then that dame finally requested a trade and it's just like, damn, they wouldn't get that money at all. <laughs> yeah, kind of was like a handshake underneath the underneath the table with Jeremy Grant and Dame. Like, we gonna get you paid, brother. We gonna yeah. get you paid, and then I'm a, I'm a leave. I'm a, I'm um, a yeah, I'm a dip. I said in my video originally that like, when you see somebody get overpaid or whatever, I think a majority of fans take it out on the individual player, and I tried to put it on the same level as like like regular people too. If your job wants to give you a raise, you're going to accept the raise regardless if you think you're doing enough work to do that. <laughs> if Bleacher Poor say, hey, through the wire, we got 15 to $30 million available for y'all podcasts. You don't need to do no additional work. You think we're going to be like, you know what? For our two podcasts and then our Thursday tape, <laughs> that's too much money. No, you're going to take the bag. So though Jeremy Grant is now an overpaid player for somebody making 30 Five years, $160 million, $32 million annually for somebody that hasn't made an all-star appearance. I can't take my frustration out on him because he did exactly what I would do in a situation, which is sign the goddamn contract. That is a lot of money. Yeah. Originally, the deal looked awful. Not awful maybe a stretch. It was bad because it's Jeremy Grant for $32 million. We even talked about that live. But now after the dame, we like, oh, snap. And people keep saying like, yeah, well, I mean, anyway, it'll just be a trade piece down the line. I feel that. But still, it is a ton of money to tie into Jeremy Grant. It is. That is more annually than anybody not named Fred Van Vliet and Kyrie Irving got paid this year. Yeah. And he's not nearly on the level of any of those two two dudes. And when you look at the salaries of players, when you talk $32 million, some of the names that I remember seeing were like De'Aaron Fox-level players. These are guys that are pushing their franchise and – um, and, of course, there are certain contracts that will amplify, like the Aaron Fox shit is probably going to rise the years ago. But it's still in the same ballpark, relatively close, to put you yeah. on par of Another tier. Another one player. that comes to mind that I initially I seen, and I've seen a lot of people talking about just comparing his contract to others, was Russell Westbrook and the small deal that he was on and compared to, like, you know, D'Angelo Russell almost got 20 mil and all these other players. And at first I'm like, bro, because I was telling you, I'm like, this dude is still like a, a very good starter in his league and all that. And obviously he had a kind of a, a little bit of a downtime with the Lakers. He showed his value with the Clippers. But I'm happy for him. I know in his career he made a lot of money. And I, I know at this point, like, it's probably a decision base. He gets to stay in L.A. He gets to obviously try to compete with the Clippers. And it was just a good place for him to be. So I wasn't – it was kind of surprising he took that pay cut. But at the same time, you know, I think this is a good place for him to be. The one thing about it all, though – is that with the new TV deal coming at the end of next season, or is it the end of the season after that? Some of these deals are going to look 
smaller in comparison, mostly because the salary cap, I mean, even this year to last year or this year to next year, it's continuing to go more and more. So Jeremy Grant's $32 million annually. What was that? It's going to like even out. Exactly. Like in, in year three <laughs> of this deal, $32 million ain't going to be shit because the middle of exception is going to be 20 bands. Or I'm just exaggerating. But, you know, uh, it might level out. But 20 mil. 20, 20 bands is like 20, 20 bands. I got that. Oh, yeah. I guess that's true. But, hey. 20 mil. Um, that was the funny part of this, seeing some of the conversations. I'm going to get to the Russell one. Don't let me forget. But the one thing I want to say was on top of my mind, there was a lot of teams that were like, uh, look, look at what he's getting, a master class from RGM. Like, they was doing that in Knicks Nation. Like, oh, look at RJ's deal now. And it's like, that wasn't a master class. It just it, it went up. Yeah. So it's like, and I don't want to take any credit. Did he sign credit. a max? Yeah. Like, that was the most he could have signed. Right. So it wasn't no finagling, like, oh, we got exactly. him for $10 million cheaper. So it's like people are trying to find ways to be like, ooh, look, we were brilliant here. But it's like, nah, the money just went up. Like if Desmond he was Bain in this if he was in this class, he, he probably got the $200 yeah. million. So yeah. I could chill out with the master class shit. I was also disappointed with the Russ conversations that I was seeing with some people um, in the basketball world. Even like uh, Steven Jackson was like, oh, you got all these players making this money and Russell Westbrook made this. Or I saw graphics from different like outlets of like, this is Dylan Brooks contract compared to Russ. Russell Westbrook is strategically sacrificing uh, money to stay in a place that he had his most recent success in, which is what he should have done. Right now, like Mike said, is Russell Westbrook um, priority isn't to get the $17 million that he probably could have got somewhere else. It's staying in a place where he is going to be valued and he's going to be allowed to do what makes him him. And we saw him have success with that in the playoffs um, and with his team. And when you a guy like Russell Westbrook, who is a Hall of Famer and a former MVP, to go through what he went through in L.A. with the Lakers is probably traumatizing and probably has PTSD tied to it. So it's like I'm staying my ass. We're in a place where I can do what I like to do and what's made me be me instead of me being in a place where, you know what I mean, um, I might not have that comfort, comfort or stability. So I think he prioritized that over dollars because Russell Westbrook has a Jordan deal. He's made max contracts for so many years now. I, I doubt uh, the – $10 million that he sacrifices eating him up at night. I also think it was the wrong year for Russ to be a free agent. Considering the teams that did have money, none of them really needed a point guard. And I the, and the one team that teams. did need a point guard, they paid $130 million to get one. And I felt like it was – I felt like that for a lot of different situations, including that one. Like, I would try to explain to Rocket fans, like, y'all had a bunch of money and a weird time in y'all rebuild. So they have like seven to eight young players that they're committed to and that they owe opportunity to to see if they can grow or what they're going to be. But then they also have $60 million in cap and they have to use 90% of that. So it's like you overly paid Fred and a little bit to Dylan Brooks. But that's about as enough of roster spots y'all really had. Y'all probably could have brought in another big and Brooke Lopez or something. But y'all hear the Brooke Lopez stuff. Yeah, where he was going to go. He and promised them out. and then they yeah. traded away Josh Christopher and Usman Garaba. And then he used them as leverage. Yeah. He used them as leverage to get an extra couple million. And part of his deal was Rolos coming with me. Coming with him, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I like that. I like that. But I I just feel like, yeah, the Rockets were just in a weird time, kind of like how a lot of players in a weird free agency because you got $60 million. You have to use 50% of it. But you can't bring in four players. Mm -hmm. So you have to kind (laughs) of – You have to overpay the three people that you get. Or I guess two people because – 
um, who did they end up with? Jock Landale, right? Yep, Jock Landale, which all, I like for them. The first year of his contract is the only one that's guaranteed. The rest of the part is like partially guaranteed. So I think the number is what, 432? Yeah. It's not 432. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like how Kobe White isn't 340. It's 333 right. with the Senators. 333 with the Senators, yeah. yeah. Um, actually, I think a lot of people are really up, not upset, but like shitting on the, the Rockets offseason. I don't think they had a bad offseason. They off-season. had money to spend. They yeah. had it to spend. And what a lot of fans don't realize, that was their leverage. The leverage was that we can give you the major. There's payday. no way in hell they got Freddie for that amount of money, thinking he worth that contract. Like they knew they were overspending yeah. at that point. That was know? the only way to get him because yeah. if you put the money relatively close, why would he have left Toronto? Exactly. So the way for you to leave is for us to use what we have and weaponize it and say, hey, they're going to give you 28 annually. Well, fuck that. We it, have is it four. A team, yeah. Is it a player option or a team option on the back? Oh, I think I thought it's all guaranteed all three years. Yeah, I don't see no option with this. I think it's Fred. all guaranteed. Yeah, I think it's three one thirty. Yeah, I think they say, take the money. <laughs> it's three one thirty. Um, but maybe yeah, check that for us. Um, but the Dylan Brooks even then because and I Brooks, told y'all on the show I said twenty million. Twenty million. Um, between fifteen and twenty. There are teams that were interested in Dylan Brooks for the mid level exception, which is twelve point two. They paid eight million dollars more to get him in. Um, and he made $17 million last year. So it's just a small uptick in what he was making before. Yep. The only gripe I have with it uh-huh. is the amount of years attached to it. That's just a long four. time. Four yeah. years. Yeah. Four years. when you, Especially when you have an older player, right? And you have Cam Whitmore. You have a bunch of wings yeah. that you want to develop. Who And year three, maybe Cam Whitmore is this dude, and now you're still paying him $20 million. But you know what I will say? The nothing. type of the uh, – what do you call it? The prototype of player that Dylan Brooks is – He's always going to be tradable. I feel that too. They're always going I think to seek because out. of the way it ended for Dylan Brooks and the Twitter memes of him going to Shanghai. People um, just think he's bad when he's not. He no, does he does things that piss me off, and part of that is him taking more shots than he deserves. But he made all defensive team a month ago. That's fandom for you though. What we what we do sometimes in the basketball community is we tie in shit that don't that doesn't necessarily resonate with the floor. So it's like a meme. It's like, ha, ha, you got clowned on Twitter. But the reality is that doesn't affect your production on the basketball court. Yep. And all these decision makers, they're not going into free agency. And let me not say not. They're definitely looking at certain things and antics and whatnot, and they take it into consideration. But when they're breaking down your fit and the X's amount of dollars for your production, that's what they're looking at, the actual production. What are you actually bringing on the floor? We'll probably have miniature conversations about little antics and shit like that to make sure we all on the same page. But overall, nobody is in the meetings talking about, look at this meme that got 100,000 retweets. We probably can't give you this amount of money because this meme went viral. It's like, nah, nah. you shot what from three? You did what uh, on ISO defending? You made what defensive team? Oh, okay, here's the money. We're going to need this from you in our locker room. And I think that's the most key thing for me with this Rockets thing is they brought in what they needed, which was some stability at a point guard position, which was some leadership, some experience, and some guys who were going to work hard on the defensive side of the basketball, which is where Emei's culture and his philosophy lies upon, which is the defensive side of the basketball. And they have that. And um, I think these guys also – don't get in the way of the the talent that they have, which is where their value comes in because James Harden is extremely valuable, but James Harden probably gets in the way. And yep. Jalen Green even talked about that on Paul George's podcast. Fred, I know Raptor fans, y'all upset, and y'all talking about the year he had last year um, and the way he was shooting and everything like that. 
Um, but I don't think that defines him necessarily. I, I'm not going to let y'all just say that that's who Fred Van Fleet is. I think y'all needed a a player like that on y'all team last year, and he did what he had to do, and he was the also looking for the bag. Attempted three pointed, yeah, and they were all self created. I I don't. I mean, yeah, he shot 39 percent from the field as a point guard. The Raptors just. I mean, not the Raptors. The Rockets needed just people that can make a direction happen. They were playing AAU ball for the last three seasons. Yeah. Fred VanVleet is a pro that can help you help you get things going. Dylan Brooks, again, antics and stuff like that. But he is a guy that can help build like this defensive mindset. And the idea of getting Brooke Lopez on top of that, of course, it didn't work out exactly. That, but they had a game plan. And I like Jock Landale if you're not getting Brooke. And they tried to execute. And they even brought in Uncle Jeff. Yes, that's Jeff that's Green. a culture setter. That's a veteran. Yeah, I mean that was a key loss for Denver. And they also overpaid for him. What was it four point? I mean, six point five million dollars for one year. Yeah, and this is what you have to do. Yeah, um, and when you have the roster that they have, where they've been in the lottery, the top end of the lottery for the last couple seasons, and now I don't have they pick. They do not have their own first round pick this season, which is another reason why they spent. Um, and they have players that I think everybody in this panel really like. Yep. But there's not a singular player that I'm 1,000% sure is going to be the star. Like, I, I really do believe Jalen Green is going to be a star, but I can't say if I'm putting $1,000 on a young player that's in year, going into, what, year three? Yeah. I don't know if I'm putting my money on Jalen over Evan Mobley. You know what I'm saying? For the Rockets, um, my money is on Amen Thompson. He's their guy. He's the he's going to be the face of the franchise for this team. Um, I'm also – what I love about them is they have so many different – pieces that I don't think have to all hit stars. I think a man will be the star based off what I've seen and what I like mm-hmm. and you know, getting to be around him a little close up close and actually have dialogue. It's just something about athleticism and people who love basketball. Like I, his weaknesses I don't really hang on to because I know he loves the game and hearing their story and him and his brother and how they compete. He's gonna put the work in and figure Never some have shit to question out. work with them. So you have that. I think Jabari is an incredible power forward. If he reaches his full potential, out of this world. But if he doesn't, I still think he's going to contribute to winning because he's going to be able to defend, he's going to be able Shoot. to space the floor, and he's going to be able to make some tough shots throughout current stretches. Shingoon, he just opens up and adds a different layer offensively which you with, with how you can play. And defensively, he's going to have to step up a lot this year, but there's also going to be some key defenders around him that maybe take a load off of him a little bit. And then I think they have some guys sprinkled in. I love Tari Eason. And yes. shout out to his mom, who's been very uh, shout out to my Dukes, very verbal in the support that we've shown him. Um, but I love Tari Eason because he is a guy who can be effective without needing to isolate. And then you have Jalen Green, where if a, a man is a star, Jalen Green is your second option, which on paper is what I project him to be. You know what I mean? And anything more is ph- phenomenal. And then. Um, I love some of the stuff that they did have that they gave away. Yeah. Uh, which I know you're a big Josh Christopher guy, right? I yeah. know, but at the same time, he didn't feel like he really was getting his rotational minutes. For sure. That, he was in a G at that sure. point. Yeah. Yeah. Last year, I couldn't tell you how many minutes he averaged, but it seemed like he only got in like certain times or it, it wasn't consistent minutes of, at that point. Yeah. He's going to a place where I think <laughs> where do you fits him. I feel like He's all the these trades. Okay. I feel like all these trades happen. Yeah. And then there was another piece. Patty Mills got traded like six to times. Rock, <laughs> and he's fine with OKC, right? Yeah. Hell of a lot, He's with OKC, okay. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But uh, 
Yeah, Josh Christopher went to the Grizzlies, and I think that's another place where – and a guy that I compared him to a little bit was Marcus Smart, so he can maybe go in there, rub some elbows. And that's another thing with Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks was also in an environment where they always being like that. He just took it the furthest. But they were that young team that was getting cocky, talking shit to the Warriors and popping HS, and he just kind of stood on it a little bit more louder than Jaron Jackson and Ja. But that was just the Memphis Grizzlies energy. You know what I mean? He yep. was just, I, you know what I'm saying? So who knows what his energy is going to be like on a Fred Van Fleet team where he's, you know, Fred ain't going, but he's a little less verbal with it. He's just kind of showing you versus like, I'm going to go out here and I'm going to talk and I'm going to dance and I'm going to do all that is. So maybe Dylan Brooks is, is you know, still him, but maybe it's a little different of approach depending on, you know, the environment of this locker room. So um, my last thing on the Rockets is I saw people say, man, you spent – all of this money to get what ten wins better? Yeah, motherfucker. Every deal that happens in the offseason is not gonna turn a team into a contender. You have to do this building blocks, especially when you have a roster that was bottom three in like average age. You need this building block steps. And I feel that same way about pretty much every single team, except for the Bulls that made decisions this offseason, that you need to hit the next step. Like everybody expects the move to be boom or bust. And that's just not the way sports happen. Damian Lillard's not able to be traded to 29 different teams. That is the only dude that I saw this offseason that can turn a team from a non-contender to a contender with a move. And he's still out there on the same team he's at. Mm-hmm. So you need these steps. You know, this it's a three-year contract for, for Fred Van Vliet. In three years, Jalen Green's going to be, what, 25 years old? He's still going to be hella young at the end of the contract. All of them. Jabari is going to be, what, 22? Tari is going to be, what, 24? Shingun is going to be, what, 26, It's just going to make the Rockets more watchable because they, they already had the talent that should be fun, but... They went on a nice streak, I felt like, during like the Jabbar second half of the season. Shots? Yeah. yeah, and I, I, I feel like when a team gets a taste for that, you know, they go on a winning streak or they taste that success, you want to keep going at that. And I always be saying, that, especially for younger teams, like, there's a lot you can learn even through the losses. Hell but, yeah. Like KB said, over the course of the years, they really haven't, you haven't seen it. But I feel like that that uh, stretch that they had, that's something they can kind of build off of. Yeah. And it was more so like a competitive nature than, I think that's where you see the seeing them compete versus like the AAU ball we kind of see. That was my biggest pawn to pick. There's a lot of Rocket fans was like, which also kind of is an, I hate when fan bases do that. When you critic, when you critical of the team and they pretend that they don't know why you're critical as if they didn't just have a bad year. Jay Larry's going to be 23 at the end of Fred Lee contract. Mm. Still, I'm sorry to cut you off. No. 23, so he's 20 right now. He's 20 right now. Um, One of their highlights is when they had the game against the Hawks. Remember, they had posted, like, look at look at LeBro, twin. And they came back and, and beat because DeJounte, DeJounte was doing all that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah. But, yeah, I just feel like the, the biggest bone to pick with them was there was no stability. There was no concrete direction. It was just a bunch of young talent. And then it was like, all right, but – Jalen Green has been cool. You know, Jalen Green wasn't the rookie of the year that, like, blew the league by storm. Neither was Jabari. It was just a couple of good things. And then over the course of the last two to three years, we ain't really seen no hardcore direction. Your coach got fired. You had motherfuckers uh, not checking into the games when they was being told to, the Christian Wood and KPJ shit, the turmoil. It was just looking real messy and just, like, bad. And y'all was still losing games. So, yeah, we was like, yeah, we don't want Vic to go to there if there is no concrete direction. You know, it was certain things that we didn't want to see. But now you have a new head coach. Y'all went out and y'all spent y'all money as y'all should have. Y'all overpaid 
rightfully so, and it was for pieces that I think complement what y'all have going. And now, yeah, those 10 wins, then the next year it turns into 15 Right, wins. exactly. It's and about it, boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. But staying at 22 and, and, and being sensitive when people say that y'all sucked. Mm-hmm. Especially when you don't have your own pick. You yeah, know? you then you don't have your own pick. You, not, you do not have your own pick. You don't have your own pick. I love franchises like I love the state of rebuilds like this, where there's a little bit of excitement, there's some direction, and you just looking like Mike said, you're looking for any growth and lessons. Not about wins and losses, but necessarily, damn, is Jalen Green looking like a first option or is he looking like a second? Regardless of the outcome, I know y'all praying for first option look look alike. But if he shows that he's second, that just that that tells you what you need to know, so you don't blindly build thinking that somebody is something that they're not. I, I just think that there's so much um, stock into figuring out the pieces to the puzzle versus just blindly saying, "Oh man, we drafted him this high. He's the number one guy." You know, sometimes your number one guy is motherfucker second round pick. Ask the Nuggets. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, but we can let's switch it to Dame. You you were just talking about Dame. Um, Dame had finally requested a trade, man. Finally, and <laughs> it felt it didn't feel real when it happened. Yeah, it was just weird. I definitely want to check the account to make sure it was exactly who I thought it was, and mm-hmm. it, it was Chris Hayes. Obviously, he uh, he, him and Dame, y'all know I like this. So any Dame report coming from from that Twitter account is the real deal. Dame even said it himself. Uh, but it it didn't. Yeah, the the weird thing is, unfortunately, we didn't do that Saturday show. It broke when we would have been recording the pod. Um, but we wouldn't have had Derek, so we wouldn't have had like his genuine reaction. Mm-hmm. It's I hate it. I hate I love player empowerment. Do not get me wrong. Do not get me wrong. I am team player empowerment. But to what extent? I, I love where you're I love where you're about to go because I was literally about to bring it up. I think I, I know where you're about to go, so I'm gonna let you finish, but I love it. Damian Lillard, I remember we were walking the concourse of Las Vegas last season, or maybe it was two seasons ago. And we found out that Damian Lillard signed this crazy-ass extension. And I remember we were thinking, like, damn, at the end of that, that's talk, that's $60 million a year. He's dedicated to Portland. He's dedicated to whatever. Cool. He always has been dedicated to Portland for the last 11 seasons. Until now. You know, he came to the realization, I think something we all knew, that there was no real moves that could be done by the Portland Trailblazers to elevate them to a championship contender. A couple contender. years too late. Exactly. But it, whether, whether it was late or not, it's happening right now. The the state of the NBA is ex-player, superstar player, says, I want to be traded. And you, the guy that gave me all this money, you can only give you can only trade me to these teams. Some people have a list of five. Some people have a list of three. Dame has a list of, of one. one. And that one team that he wants to be traded to, if I'm Joe Cronin, don't get shit that I want. So the best player in my franchise history, arguably, wants to be traded, and I'm going to have to, if I want to appease him, I have to trade him to an organization that don't got shit that I want, and if I don't trade him to that team, then now I look like the jackass and nobody else in the NBA, no no other um, uh, agents or whatever want to bring their talent to Portland because we didn't do right by him. So we have to trade our best player ever for Tyler Hero, who we don't want, so we want to ship him to another team, but nobody want to pay Tyler Hero the amount of money that he's guaranteed over the next couple of seasons. So what we said, we settled for the 30th overall, I mean the 2030 first round pick, the 2028 first round pick, and it's the Miami Heat who always are good. We're gonna trade our best player in franchise history for the 22nd overall pick in two drafts. I'm pissed. Part of it is name, 
But part of it is y'all for waiting until he this year to make the shit happen. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Who was coming to Portland anyway? And I'm not saying it's in a disrespectful way. We're just going off the history. You, no, you, you're absolutely right. But it's not even just about like having a big name free agency sign. It's just like some teams end up getting – I don't want to use the word blackball because we're talking billion-dollar organizations. Mm-hmm. But like if we trade for a young – we okay, hypothetically. Talk to me. We trade for um, who's a young player? Not not, not even associated. A good Shane young Sharp. player. We play for we trade we trade. No, we already got Shane Sharp. We trade for SGA type player. Okay. SGA and his management also deal with Damian Lillard. We, we don't really like these people as an agency. So you know what we gonna do? We gonna get our money, and we gonna ask out in a year. But this is where I call cap. Mm-hmm. I think that be the fear, and that would be that's what they use to leverage you. But SGA signed that contract. He got that money. His ass finna play. Mm-hmm. The same thing. I just and the reason it's on the top of my brain is because of Rich Paul. Yeah. You they agencies need you as much as you need them. Mm-hmm. You know how many players are on agencies who ain't the top dogs? Check Clutch Sports got a lot of motherfuckers who will never be LeBron James, and them niggas need to be on spots. And they all on the Lakers always. They need to be on spots. Mm-hmm. And I just saw a Rich Paul uh, rap radar interview. He was talking about that. Like, they were saying, you know, you frontline and LeBron going back to Cleveland. He said, yeah, because I, I I never cut my ties there. Yeah, there was some stuff that didn't happen, that didn't go. But it's a relationship-type business. So even after LeBron left, you know who my client was? The fourth overall pick, Trishan Thompson, who got drafted there. So there was right. still a relationship there, as, as people might not want to think about it as much. So it's like, yeah. You might rub them the wrong way initially, but trust and believe that same agency is going to have a list of second-round picks, some guys who are sitting in free agency, and all that the agencies are trying to do is get every player that they represent a shot and some money. And if your franchise, the Blazers, is the team that can give that player a shot or some money, that agency is going to look past the bullshit that happened, that they think is bullshit. I don't even think it's bullshit. This is the part of the game. This is the part of the game right here. Where you request a trade and you have to look at the sur- the surroundings. You have to put your ear to the streets as a player and as a team supporting a player. When I say team, I mean like their agency and their manager, whatever. Because it's like I'm not requesting a trade in a climate where I feel like this shit can get ugly unless I know they're going to do right by me. But if I look, if I'm Damian Lillard, I'm look, I'm like, yeah, I want to go to the. But Portland probably ain't finna want Tyler Hero shit. Yeah. So maybe I should open up my mind to Philadelphia because Portland may want Tyrese Maxey. They, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. But I think to just have a one team you want to go to, especially when you've been so committed to the been grind. So committed. You also said it the other day. He's like, I'm not going to go to no team that's too stacked. He now. said that was one of the things that they reported that Dame but wanted. I think NBA Finals. You team. hit it right on the head, Kibby, because that's been on my man, at least like since he kind of – all this stuff's been coming out. And it really came when I seen like the Utah Jazz had wanted Dame Lillard. Yeah. They had a pack. They can. They have a, as All many first picks, round picks yeah. as any as anyone else. They have some young talent. They could you know try to give up, but it's just like quotes like, "I'm not gonna play here." Like, there's no way y'all waste y'all time. He just signed a contract not too long ago. It's not like he's on a one year of his for deal. Sure. And it's just like you're pigeonholing the the team you just played for for, and, and we, for pennies on a dollar now. We know Dame from a distance by everything he showed with his brand and his commitment. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think that Damian Lillard gets traded somewhere and say, I'm no, well, I'm he just, be, he's yeah, Ben not, Simmons. Right, right. Um, I'm just sitting out. You know what I'm saying? No. And that's why I think it's a difference. Do you have to send him to Miami? No. But you don't have to send him to Utah. No. So let's meet in the middle. You're going I, to you Philadelphia. Know the, oh, <laughs> Philadelphia's a good one. But you know who also is the middle? The Pelicans. Yeah, over sitting you there. The Pelicans are like, they have all, they have. Give me Trey Murphy, Dyson Daniels. Give me some picks. Wait, 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 wait. wait. We keeping Trey. But you can take Dyson. And you can take the picks. I think they got 15 picks Bro, over the next seven years. I like Trey Murphy too. But if you can have Dame, Ingram, Zion. I know. Trey Murphy just, <laughs> just yeah. But no, you're right. Dame, Ingram, Zion, and then five man who is Valanchunas slash Nurkic because the Portland Trailblazers is trying to yeah, dump smartly, off Nurkic. Smartly. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, it just that is the other thing. If I am the port the the Pelicans, and I know for sure we gotta we got a trade package that is enticing to the Blazers. How confident can I feel? I, again, I don't think the Damian would ever just not hoop. But how confident am I that I'm like, you know. Making the right decision if the dude is so hell bent on Miami that he's not even thinking about he they've guaranteed not the Trailblazers but the people around him him and his mind have guaranteed that he's playing for the Heat next season mm-hmm. he just knows it's happening and instead of that we like no I'm sorry we're gonna route you to New Orleans how confident am I as the general manager of the uh, the Pelicans to do it now there's one recent example this worked out and and we I mean to an extent we don't know exactly Donovan Mitchell had one team on his list as well. For sure, and that was the New York Knicks, and he he shows it because all offseason he's been New York, and he's up. gonna be a free agent soon, and we'll see exactly if it was the right move for the the Cavs, but on surface level, for sure, yeah, as of right now. But the Cavaliers put together a crazy package that was like five first round picks, Lowry Market, who turned into an All Star, and boom, he's in Cleveland. They're in the playoffs. They got their ass whooped, but they're in the playoffs, and they're one of the best young cores in ball. But for how long? Is is Donovan Mitchell still in his mind thinking he wants to be a Nick? If Damian Lillard's still going to be thinking he wants to be a Miami Heat and just going to request another trade in a year or so, the difference is Dame's contract runs until he's 37 <laughs> and he's 33 right now, and Donovan Mitchell's contract runs until, what, the end of this season? Mm-hmm. End of this season? I think it's end of this season. Okay. Because um, you look like a jackass if you do make that trade, knowing all the stuff that's going down, but he's under contract, and Dame, like you said, Dame is going to play for you. And if you ha- actually have, like, talent on your roster – it's just like you could give yourself a shot. I mean, you do have some time to kind of change your mind. He do seem he does seem like that type of player that like if the the opportunity's there and he can like enjoy the environment and also win, then why why go to the heat? You know, I think you can kind of also it could be the same thing. Donovan Mitchell end of twenty twenty five. So not this season, but the season after. That's when he's a free agent. And I agree with you, Mike. I just I think it's it's business. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 all in business. It's all about getting what you want, and it's about using leverage. So they're going to threaten you with uh, he don't want to go there. He only want to go to one team, and they're going to scare you. But at the end of the day, you want to go to Miami bad enough where you don't want that pape. You don't want that pape because that he not going to set out no game. Yeah, come on, no man. Way. That contract is forty to fifty. It gets to the point where fifty millions is involved. That would change my view of Damian Lillard completely. Right. He's he never been that to type a team of guy. He's like, nah, I'm good. He's never been that guy. Mm-mm. So they just using that as a scare tactic, bro. He also did play college ball in Utah. So don't don't cut it out. That's what Weber State is at. Which is probably why his ass don't want to go back. <laughs> and I understand why he don't want to go there because he's he's making a move to be competitive. Yeah. So he's probably like, shit, if I'm going to do that, I might as well stay. Yeah. At least so he'll I, play with another all-star, though. Yeah, but that shit and, is and, gone. Um, 
Keontae George. That's the play. He, I like the way he played yesterday. His ass off yesterday. I was um, excited about that. But yeah, I'm telling them, bro. We trying. This shit ain't working. You got to add two more teams to this list, man. You have to. One team, it just doesn't. I don't know. It just it makes it so much harder. And yeah. then usually when you got these one teams, he don't want this same the, the Bradley Beal shit. I want to go to this team, but you can't get their second best player because I'm going there because I want to yeah. play with them. Bam is my guy. Yeah. And I know y'all ain't trading Jimmy. No, you're fault. not trading him. So it's like Tyler Hero. Now what team wants Tyler Hero? And now I think this trade saga is going to go on for so fucking long because if the Miami Heat are involved and the Portland Trailblazers say, hey, I want Jaime Hawkins. Can't even trade him for 30 days. He's hooping literally right now. He already signed his contract. Mm-hmm. So it's I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. And if it does... We back here recording and doing talking about it, but it just don't feel like it's likely that it's it's one of those things that it's gonna be in the in August, everybody on vacation is like, oh shit, Damian Lillard just got traded. How do you it'll be about time when it when it happened? Yeah. What about James Harden now? I have no opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, talk to us, man. I I want to hear the opinion of no opinion. I'm James James Harden. I think we were doing the, one of the we live shows, live. Yeah. and one, I think you or one of y'all said that y'all, y'all know James Harden is his own agent. Who said mm-hmm. that? Derek, I think. And I think in the moment, I was like, well, yeah. I mean, if you get max contracts every time, you don't need an agent. <laughs> Bro, he needs a fucking agent. He's getting represented right now, though. Good. Because he turned down so... I didn't realize until I reread it a couple <laughs> days ago. He turned down a max contract with the with the Brooklyn Nets. Makes sense. He turned down a, um, a total... Of like $160 million over the last two seasons. Just gone. F- evaporated. I just don't. The fact that Damian Lillard requested a trade a week after makes me say, fuck whatever James Harden's up to. I hope it- It's so l- much less fun. Mm-hmm. I hope he goes to the Clippers. Like, I-, I hope this shit goes now. He can get to the Clippers. That's where he want to go. But also, I want to see him with Russ again. I feel like that shit would be looking <laughs> kind of cool. What if, uh, what if the clip, what if the Seventy Sixers are able to acquire Dame and keep hard? Tobias Maxi. Everything I've read is that they're saying no, no, no on Maxi. But the thing is, I seen that from like Windhorse. You know, like Windhorse was saying, like you got LeBron, LeBron James. Like no, hang up the phone. But then it was like a day later, it's like. Tyrese Maxey could I do be potentially available. That's some that. jackass shit. You got prime LeBron James. Don't call. Don't call my phone. Prime Michael Jordan. He don't call. Seven Sixers are saying that. Basically, that's what they're saying. <laughs> with Tyrese uh, yeah, Maxey uh, is untouchable. Prime Michael Jordan. Bro, hang up the phone. Now that's what I like about Twitter. There's some Twitter people out there like, man, y'all saying all of this about Hero and like Maxey and him ain't in the same class. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck how much you like Tyrese Maxey. They in the same ballpark. I they're in the same ballpark, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So One of them is just not getting paid max money yet. Yes. They're in the same ballpark. Yes. It's on the way. Next season. He could have got it this year, but they said, no, nah, we're going to wait. Um, I Yeah, I don't know exactly how it's going to play out, because uh, hypothetically, it's the Clippers, and now we get back Norman Powell. Let's just random collection of two people that's not Terrence Mann or the core. Norman Powell. And then Marcus Morris. And, and Robert Covington. Boom. If I'm Joel Embiid, I'm like, fuck. No, if you're Joel Embiid, you said... I got a hundred guns, a hundred clips. I'm from New York, New York. York. <laughs> <laughs> I Instantly, just, I, yeah. The process is gonna start over very soon, and maybe it's not even called the process anymore because obviously that worked out to an extent. Still, don't have a single conference finals appearance. Ben Simmons is on his next team, and 
He's trying to put he might be, be a part of team. Yeah, yeah, he might be on another team soon. It's just I don't know. Markel thriving the most from the trust of press. <laughs> Bro, I will give a lot of credit to Brooklyn if they can move on from that Ben Simmons contract somehow, some way. The only thing it's only two years left. You know what's funny? I, hey, this gonna be the I year. I would he take bre- a chance on him. If you pour that? Oh, if I'm poor. I mean, what else am I getting? But hell yeah. I would take it. I, if I'm I, Portland, hell I am yeah. for the Nets trying this one more time, personally. Now, if, I'm not saying stop. If you're getting Everything dame, what you're doing. If bro. you're getting Dame, yeah. don't say, hold up, we want to trade. No, right. no, no, no. Ship his ass out. Or if you can get Tyler Hero, ship his ass out. But if, you know, I don't think you have to break your neck. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't break my neck to do it. I would give this one more chance with this particular squad and team. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like Katie said, if it don't work out, then shit, kick rocks. All of, uh, you know, all of the Vista. What do you say? Hasta la Vista. Hasta la Vista, baby. Yeah, hasta la Vista. Um, Daryl Morey does have a history of holding out on these type of shit. Obviously, yes, the does. Ben Simmons one was the biggest one and got it them James. But at what extent can you can you do it again? You know what I'm saying? Hypothetically, they don't see the perfect trade. And Daryl's like, you know, we're just going to go into next season. James, you can't come hoop with us if you want to, if you want to hold out, whatever. You seen a meme? Nuh-uh. The Batman. Uh-uh. Bruce Wayne is looking at the Batman suit. They said it's James Harden looking at the fat suit when he got to go back to Philly. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, yeah, no, I did. Because that motherfucker that. was fat when Houston got yes, traded bro. and was skinny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like that. He was warming up and like he had a fucking um, bulletproof <laughs> vest on. <laughs> like, damn, 50, slow down. Uh, yeah, I just don't, damn, I just don't know if yeah. you can go through it again. Yeah, because it's more than likely we've seen a lot. If you hold on on those trades, you just probably you get into a situation where you don't want to as a team, or it just seems like is you're just not going to get what you want for your package because the trade value's gone down. But uh, I think the Ben Simmons one was see. perfect for them too, though. James, in exchange for Ben Simmons, I mean, I know you threw some extra, you threw an extra picket or two or whatever. Seth Curry but, drama, but like. That worked out as good as it could have, considering Ben Simmons hadn't played basketball and he was coming off back surgeries. And the last time we seen him, he didn't duck on Trey. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you got James Harden out of that. Well, I just I don't just... think that the value is going to be there because Ben still had the illusion that oh he can come back and he can still be productive. We ain't mm-hmm. seen it yet. James has a similar thing, but it's less. I don't know. The idea of getting James later is less ideal to get in Ben Simmons after that because James again is older on the last year of his contract and also other than the two 40 point games he was shitty in the playoffs again like yeah, if I, I'm a superstar te- a team that's trying to compete James can help us but to what extent no I, thought I think that the Clippers is perfect though if he's your third option and he's just yeah. passing and doing all yeah because you got the guys that take shots but yeah I thought last series especially or last playoffs especially like teams are looking at James Harden and knew what they were getting like the thought that like maybe he can elevate his game in the playoffs and actually that's still just like I think that's still a reach. You just have to accept him for what he is, which is a, a great playmaker that can give you maybe a 20, 30 point game, sometimes explode for 40, but you know what you're getting from him. And I think that's why the Clippers are a good situation because you, you what you would be giving up, you you wouldn't necessarily miss too much, number one. And then secondly, you put him in a position where he's like the third option, kinda like how it was in Brooklyn. And I feel like the last greatest version that we've seen of him was in Brooklyn when he had that run. Uh, he was like the MVP. You know what I'm saying? He was playing like point guard and shit and Kyrie missing time and KD missing time and Kevin Durant was keeping that shit together. I mean, James Harden was keeping that shit together. And um, I think that's the same thing where like he I, has his – He's had insurance too, I think, because we all know the Clippers have a lot of history when it comes to playoffs and health. 
even if you still got one up, you still got Paul George or Kawhi. You pairing with James. You Harden. got James Harden. You still are yeah. like a legit team for sure. Yeah, I think I, I think uh, the Clippers would be good for him. He's back home. You know what I'm saying? He's playing with some guys that I think would be accepting to it. Um, so yeah, but I also look at the the Ben Simmons part differently because you you knew James Harden was out there and you knew he wanted to leave. With this one, you can't hold him hostage because it ain't like somebody else is out there. You trading him because y'all marriage ain't work out. This is not a relationship that y'all are buying into. You don't want to pay him. He kind of over it with y'all. and Y'all you fucked up his free agency as he sees it. And so it's just like this relationship he is at this He was literally showing up to the practices and like the scrimmages thing with sweatpants on. Remember he had a phone in the pocket? Yeah. He yeah. said it wasn't a phone. I, I think it was a he had that phone right there for if he got traded. For real. He, <laughs> he got he, the notice on. Rich Paul, where I'm at. Well, man, I, he not even with I Clutch. Hope, no, I hope it does, yeah, too. I keep, keep seeing a lot of people Because when he initially went to the Nets. OG, right? Yeah. It felt like the perfect situation for him because he didn't have to take the big shots anymore. And I still think this is the perfect situation. I think, I think he was so eager to prove a point that he wasn't realistic about his back and his health. Um, and he only dug himself into a deeper hole because he just looked absolutely not good. And was fouling, and he did all this shit on JJ podcast, and it's just a bad look. Yeah, and I, and somebody was talking about that. Uh, Draymond and Paul George, I think, where it's like, or maybe it was somebody else. Do you rehab fully? No, this is Dante DiVincenzo on Iguodala and Evan Turner's podcast because he was talking about is it a how, good podcast. I've never listened. Huh? Is it a good podcast? Like, yeah, do they yeah, do a good yeah, job? Yeah, yeah, I love Andre Iguodala. Um, I was, every time I see a clip, I'm just so confused by Evan Turner's voice. His voice is definitely. I feel like it would be one that if I tried to listen to for an hour, I wouldn't be able to. But do he it. doesn't do majority talking. Okay. He, 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 like, I feel the same way with like Andre Godala. Really? His voice reminds me of yours. Really? Evan Turner. Isn't yours is not as. His is so nasally. Yeah. It's very Kermit. <laughs> like dead ass. But um, he was talking about the Bucks championship run, and he was hurt, and he obviously didn't want them to lose. But the more they won, the more he felt bad because they didn't need him in his mind. And he was saying, like, when you come back, it's like, do you come back too early? You know what I mean? Because if you don't, you can lose your spot and motherfuckers forget about you. Or do you rush your rehab and then you're not 100%? You could re-injure yourself. You don't look any good. And if you don't look good and, they, you know what I'm saying, and you come in to fuck it up, that only make you look worse than I'm winning without you. So it's kind of this, this just fucking back and forth thing that's just going, you know, swinging back and forth. What, what do you do? And I think Ben was a little too thirsty to come back and stick a middle finger to his naysayers. But I like this team a little bit more with him. Him, Mikael, Cam. Dorian I can't go for that. Stuff. He had it best when he had Kyrie Irving okay. and Kevin Durant he, on his set screens. I think the expectations. He did, yeah. he did, though. The expectations are a little bit lower, though. So I could say, like, at least he had, <laughs> at least he had that for him. Would, is it worth it? Because. He don't really got much stunt. The like, KD would you put a little bit in there just the in case? and Kyrie shit, there was obviously so much shit going on there. I think he was just, he thought that, hey, I got Katie and Kyrie. I don't really need to do shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why would I take shots? I got Katie and Kyrie he, on my team. You at the rim, though, Ben. Yeah, like, shoot the telling, ball, Ben. Kyrie telling you to shoot the ball. Based on everything we just seen and the fact that they are not even there anymore, it just says so much about it. And I forget yeah. what player it was, but he talked about like James Harden was like the lead. Oh, Bruce Brown was like James Harden was the leader there. When after James Harden left initially in Brooklyn, that shit was not the same no more. Yeah. And that was kind of shocking to hear that, if, you know, um, 
So I, I I don't know, man. I don't know. Like you said, yeah, maybe he thought he didn't have to do shit. Um, maybe it's a part of him coming back too eager to to fucking do shit. I don't know. But this year, if I was the Nets, if I had to keep him, I'm like KB. I'm taking a shot. And if your ass don't do Nathan this year, boy, you might as well for real. What is the third team that that like you might as well for that Shanghai shit? You might as well for <laughs> real, bro. What they want him, <laughs> bro. And y'all know that's my boy. But if you don't do nothing here, yeah. fuck All-Star shit. I'm just saying, play 65 games. Be serviceable. That was my thing is just how many games are going to play. All I want is 10, 7, and 7. Is that too much to ask for? No. I don't think so. He's almost the 7 The 10 points might be a pass. little bit too much. You might yeah, put it like no, 6. No, no. I'm not trying to hit a shit The worst version of Ben prior to all of this was like 14 point score. If he can't be uh, Draymond offensively as far as scoring the ball, I can't fuck with him. Yeah, I need I need sixty five games. I need ten seven seven. <laughs> Did y'all see? The, I only saw a clip of him on the on, uh, podcast. P. I ain't listed the whole thing yet. But uh, Paul George is asking him about his summer league. Did y'all see that? Yeah, when he was in his bag, he was in his bag, yeah. and I was watching. That made me Google like Draymond Green summer league. Going crazy. He was ISO and step back crossover hezzy. I'm like, they God, got into that damn. conversation because Draymond was telling them like his origins of playing basketball. Cause I didn't finish it, but I watched enough to see that. And he was saying that, like, man, you won't believe this, but I was a score first guy. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I really wanted to be a score. The clip that I saw, uh, Draymond was just smiling the whole time because nobody ever talked about him in his bag, and he was just so excited to talk about it. Yeah, Draymond was step backing and shit. Yeah. Um, winners, again, of the offseason. I think your Lakers did a phenomenal job so we far. We did. We My talk- video did like 30,000 views. Really? really? Because I put Lakers dominated free agency. Damn, I got That's one job. Oh, mine just dropped 19 minutes ago. Let's Lakers see. always going to I didn't even w. expect that. I was checked in to see my shit. Like, oh, you know, that shit said 28. I'm like, what the fuck? I named mine the Lakers offseason has been scary. So it puts it up in the air whether or not I'm positive mm. or negative with it. See, that's how you Next yeah. PR video going to be like. Portland rebuild with Lakers on the side. Symphony <laughs> get 30,000. Like, hey, Lakers get clicks. That's for sure. Uh, but no, I think y'all, I've seen it's been phenomenal. I think the first sign that y'all did was the Torian Prince when we were live for that one. And I was trying to ask you what you thought about it um, because it felt like such a non signing. But yeah, now yeah. when you think about the rest of them, Torian Prince it. might be my favorite one out. I mean, the Austin Reese contract is phenomenal. Oh, I'm going to say relax. Other than that, that was your favorite. Bro, Torian Prince has been on some dog shit teams in his career. But he can hit the three. I think At I looked it up. Longest Thir- shit. 38% three-point Pause. shooter. Def- yeah. Defends very well. He's the perfect LeBron teammate. I know we always joke about LeBron teammates eventually being 40% three-point shooters that end up with LeBron and now they can't hit a goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. But if he could just be the average, the normal version of himself, that is a phenomenal pickup because he's a dude that I trust in a playoff series to get real minutes. And that was what y'all needed. He's a guy I always try to he get got, at like 2K. Yeah. yeah, he got experience, can hit the three. And just corner three. He's one of those dudes that like he, he can make a little bit of winning corner. plays. So I wasn't mad at that. And also what would y'all guess that he shot from the corner? From the corner? Forty one percent from the corner. So like thirty eight. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I mean like we talked about some of the guys getting like overpaid and how some of the contracts look a little nasty, but I, I loved all the like the kind I think the only one you can kind of question is the D'Angelo Russell one where he got like roughly around twenty million, yeah, which sure. is even then, we still were able to get. We were able to, you know, get him ten million off of what his old contract used to be. Bring him back. I know it's kind of like he couldn't really do that much for us in the playoffs, but we still kind of needed that shot making. 
And I think that even if we didn't resign him, it's just like you would still look at this like they need somebody to create some shots exactly. for them. Yeah. But I think the Austin Reed Austin Reed's one was good just because before it was like four years, a hundred mil. We were able to get that down to like around like fifty seven, fifty eight. One of one of them. Same thing with Rui Hachimura. I think it's a, a less year on it. But so we're I able got to bring exactly him back. Four years, fifty six million for Austin Reeves. Three years, fifty one million for Rui Hachimura. And then D'Angelo Russell's two years, thirty seven million. Yep. So Torian I've, Prince and then Gabe Vincent, who we ain't mentioned yet. Three years, thirty Prince. The worst, the worst three point shot he took was a pull up, which <clears throat> nobody would ever tell him yeah, taking pull ups. Overall, he, he shot thirty eight percent from three. Catch and shoot, 40.9%, which is uh, 81% Corner three-point shot, his best shot at 43.4. Corner center, 75% He only got 4.5 million. Like, that is a phenomenal valuation for him. And it's he, a lot smaller than I thought. Was he 6'6? 6'6. 6'6. He's got some long. He looks taller on court because the wingspan is pretty nice. Yeah, so we're able to bring some guys back. And then also, like you said, we brought Gabe Vincent, who I know didn't shoot the ball super well in the regular season, but he showed what he could do in the playoffs. And I think that's very valuable. Specifically in that conference finals, because the finals, he was ass. But the conference finals, he shot like 50% from three. He was he was incredible. I like the Gabe Vincent because if he is starting, D'Angelo is your backup. If he D'Angelo is starting, Gabe is your backup. So I think you have something there. Yeah. I, y'all hit it on the hit. My favorite signings, though, Cam Reddish, Jackson Hayes. I think y'all have shown the ability to kind of rehabilitate and push some players. Or I give the credit to Phil Handy. I think he just has a good thing with young players and talent development. Maybe it's just playing with LeBron James and – proper situation in but based off Rui Reeves uh shit the, the shit Lonnie Walker kind of did I, wanna, I, I was thinking that like maybe potentially got that Malik Monk type year where you Malik don't gotta Monk. have like crazy statistics but it's just like damn yeah stretches where he's actually having a lot of offensive impact for the Lakers or it could be defense too you know either way it goes but I like that we got him and Jackson uh future Hayes Chicago for just low deals honestly I think yeah. those are our minimums I think those are great uh, low risk, high reward. If it don't, if nothing happens, y'all still have. I like Jackson Hayes yeah. because obviously Anthony Davis kind of gay. Like he's played a lot more center last year, but I, it's super impactful having those centers that don't. They can play twenty minutes. So is Jackson Hayes have, a center? Because that was what I was going to ask y'all. What position does he play? He played his best when he was at the Power four. four right? A couple with of that little stretch ago. with the Pelicans. Yeah, he's going to play nice. backup big man. Yeah, yeah but that's man. the only part of the offseason that I haven't loved is that like couldn't get that center. Yeah, I understand taking a flyer, but I feel like you need one like. Facility Legit like one. because it's Anthony Davis. It's Anthony Davis, so you know he's good to miss a couple of games there. Uh, but Jackson Hayes is a is a good bet. Um, I saw a tweet after Cam Wright is signed. It's like, damn, he just needs to be a bull, and he would have played for all of our favorite teams. Damn, yeah, that is crazy. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be a bull. Shit, every, nobody ever given you know, up on him. You yet. know, after they players play for the Lakers, yeah, they go see, to the Bulls. Yeah, uh, I'm on the B ball index. It's man. not great. It's not great. D, but it's a flyer. D minus finishing. <laughs> Wait, that's not as crazy. <laughs> you seven foot. We just uh, need him to rebound, block corner shots. Corner You know he going to get six, seven posters on the season. And you're like, God damn. He just do that type of stuff? I think he, again, he's still kind of lacking just like the roundness or like, you know, whatever it is. But it's like he could have that type of Dwight Howard, Javier McGee impact where limited minutes, he's blocking shots, rebounding the ball. They usually have his poster. Two years, yeah, he's actually 6. a better finisher than they giving him credit for. They, I, I guess, they're grading him on everything as as far as finishing his drives, 
um, his unassisted rim field goal attempts and shit like that, his rim shot creation. Let's catch some lobs, buddy. But field goal percentage at the rim, he shot 72%, which is a 91 percentile. Yeah. His rim shot quality, 97%. Maybe that's what it is. He his rim shot quality is a ninety seven percentile, but his rim shot making is a fifty five percent, which is a C. So you're getting the quality of the look is an A, but he you're finishing not, at a C. Yeah, he's just not finished. So that kind of is like, but he's shooting seventy two. But the, but they're saying this motherfucker should be shooting eighty five percent or ninety percent. You should out of ten shots at the rim, Jackson Hayes, based on your profile and the quality shot, you should be na- making nine of those dunks. At the rim, based off the quality of shot that you're getting. So, I like this offseason that y'all have had thus far. I'm just glad we're starting off the year with a roster that looks Same. Like a real roster. Yeah, yep. it, it looks like it's, you know, made together. It looks like there should be cohesive. It's just we don't have to do that, you know, in the second half of the season. I got something for you. As a Laker fan, who over the past few years, you've been a little accustomed of having excuses and shit ready in a chamber. Are you ready now to have an expectation of having a competent championship quality roster? Because if y'all don't come out of the gate strong or y'all have these little dips and shit, it's going to look bad because we all are acknowledging that this was a good offseason and this roster looks very fucking good. That That's the other side of the sword is that, hey, if y'all not performing and people like me at KB got to criticize it because that's our job, we ain't hating. We are all acknowledging y'all have a pretty good fucking the team, roster. The team looks like if you were to ask We should me, be, like, uh, no bullshit. We should be a top four seed this year if, if we're healthy. I agree. Only counterpoint to that is I feel like seed and, and L.A. don't, they don't give a That's why I was going to say. I think that they should be a contender, whether they had a four seed doing it or the six seed doing it. And I, and it's going to sound like an excuse, but I was like, just coming off of last season when we were in the playoffs and made it to the conference final, I feel like. They're gonna be weary of those those shaky starts, but I feel like they just they're not gonna panic as quick as they probably should have in the, or would have in the past. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily mean a seed because yeah, everything. I mean, a seed and last they started year, you off lose, so bad. If you lose two season. games in a row, you're saying. dropping. They started where off so bad. You have a start to the season where, we, where you are battling with the Rockets over a worse record. Mm-hmm. That should never happen. Or these on the flip side, we also seen it where like. You know, D-Mills, Blazers, they were the first seed for a exactly. living, and then they yeah. fell their ass all the way down. Yeah. So, so I'm not looking I'm just at hoping it. for consistency over that's, season. That's what I'm yeah. saying. When I'm we see the, the traits and the qualities of championship team, I'm not look, I'm not going to ask y'all to go 20 and 0 the first 20 games. But yeah. if they did, stop. Yeah, yeah. Look, stop. Uh, another one of the offseason for me, the Indiana Pacers. Mm-hmm. Yep. They, I mean, we could spend 30 seconds on it. That's the team that's going to be one of the most Let's fun get, teams no, to watch. We got to get them love because I'm excited as hell. So they to extended Tyrese on a, the max uh-huh. money you can give a player. Reese, can I get a dollar? He put that Let in. me get oh, a dollar. Mind. I'll tell y'all after. I can't uh-huh. say it. Um, they traded for Obi Toppin. Practically nothing to get Obi Toppin. Let's go. As a Nick fan, I hate it. As an Obi Toppin supporter, I am happy and ecstatic. He gets a chance. An opportunity to spread his wings and play with a guy like Tyrese Halliburton. Apparently, him, Bruce Brown, and Halliburton are the most efficient transition players in the NBA, and they so happen to all have fell upon the same team. Sheesh. So, Pace, is a monster. The Pacers um, analytics team need a little raise because they made sure that they uh, talk about complementing and fitting fit pieces. That that is crazy. When they get on that break, it's gonna be scary hours. Uh, they got rid of Chris Dorte, a uh, part of the Kings. Oh, though. yeah, real quick. Did y'all did y'all see that with the Lakers? They have, I think it's like the 9th, 10th, and 11th pick on their team. 
from the same Jackson Hayes, Cam Reddish, Cam Reddish, and Rui. And Rui. Oh, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. I All of them drafted right cool. before Cam Johnson. Oh, wait. I'm tripping. My draft classes are awful. You thought that was Shay? I thought that was the goddamn. Um, no, I'm not even going to say I'm it. Bad it's, at emba- draft it's embarrassing. It's no, embarrassing what is what it? No, it's You could be embarrassed. Um, it, I was thinking, because we were on the idea of the Pacers, I was thinking it was the Tyrese draft. Oh, that ain't bad. What, two years off? Yeah. Or a year or two. Um, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a couple years off there. You um, know what the Pacers be reminding me of? Who? They remind me of like a 2KS team that you oh, like. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, that's because they, yeah. Because they, they Especially only, the Bruce they Brown five sign. out, they'll spread out, and it's just Tyrese trying to get to the rim or Kamari, like. So this would be the team Kamari would get if we didn't do fantasy drafts. Yeah. Okay. That's a fun, that's a fun they ass are. team, bro. They get so up fun. and down. And I can't, I, I need, I cannot wait until people stop. Mocking DeAndre Aiden to get traded for Miles uh Miles Turner. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's done. Miles Turner is better. It's better. <laughs> and what a year two years older. Draymond said that on a podcast too. He said, I can't wait for Chris Paul to come. Cause he went from he came and, and, and let's be honest, before he got there, Aiden was looking like a bus. I just see that. <laughs> he was like, he gonna he gonna help Kaminga. Kaminga's not even playing summer league. I understand yeah. what's his year three. But if Jalen Williams some, played, get some run, bro. If Jalen Williams played, Keegan Murray play. playing, yeah, yes, Keegan Murray played. Get some run, him and Moses Moody. I know Moses was actually nice as hell last summer league. Hell Obviously, yeah. that didn't translate much. You got some PT, but Kamingo, who didn't play in the playoffs, should be like I don't understand not getting the run when you're still a young player. Mm-hmm. You know, but I do also don't understand. No, I take that back. I was gonna say I don't understand the J Dub one. He's Foster. yeah. He just just do it. Only thing I just hate the extra risk of injury, but it's bad. He gonna play basketball regardless. I can't wait to see Johnny Davis. <laughs> That's a random one, but I feel you. You too. I feel you. Somebody made a good point, and it was shared with like the no. I don't know if they said it or maybe it was on a podcast. Every so far in Johnny Davis' career, the first year he fi- he he's filling it out, and the second year he explodes. Pause. Mm-hmm. I was like that in college. His freshman, he wasn't on shit. And then he popped up on the scene as a sophomore. Just mm-hmm. maybe it'll be the same way for his NBA career, where it's like, hey, it's this fast-paced game. I don't know where I fit in, and maybe we start to see some 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 encouraging shit in the summer league that can trans translate. Yeah, I was watching the Lakers Heat game for a little bit, and I, I fell asleep. But it's awful. But I watched mean? all the of it. The jazz shit was much better. Jazz. This is summer league in OKC. general. The idea of it is so much fun, and then you actually there, you're like. Oh. <laughs> no, because you want to see them six boys. turnovers in a row. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, you want to see. But them it's boys. cool seeing True the players seat. that stick out though. True, and it's just like they already feel like they're comfortable. Yeah, Michael Jaime Jaquez was out there looking like yeah. his ass was a like a number top five pick. He don't airballed forget, his first shot. Don't forget the other boy though. You talking Hami, about Jaime? did good, but it's taking away a lot of attention from Nikola Jovic. Oh, Jovic. Jovic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He he's he's good, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's really really. really the the good. Jazz OKC game was fun. Michael Potter. Yeah. Out there hooping. Yeah. Keontae George hooping. You know who else is hooping? Gigi Jackson. Keep I going. didn't watch. That's the one game I missed I didn't completely. watch either, but I seen Chad was doing his thing. Chad had some crazy yes. blocks. Oh, yeah. Yes. He did get bullied once what by Vernon Carey. Chad? Chad? Yeah, yeah, okay. Got, I do know a Chad, though. Who? Who at the gym. Who's stronger, Chad Holmgren or Chad? Chad. <laughs> Chad. 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 Chad definitely got some muscle on him, though, now. You can yeah. see he had a little bit more just solid. He added like 13 pounds between. Last yeah. season and this season, you can tell he's taking those supplements. He got the beer coming in and shit. Yeah. I not the, to, not I the need to get on that. But that oh no, because they had the picture from him. They had oil. the picture of him last year, and they had the picture of Love Curry him. 
and I swear it was a year, but it looks like a five year difference because he got the face. Yeah, they yeah. try to make him. They try to find the oldest picture they can of him. That nutritionist got him on on fish oils. That maca root, ashwagandha. He taking all that shit. Shout out to clean there. uniform. What, what clean uniform got a song called ashwagandha? Yes, right? he does. I take ashwagandha every day. You do. Mm-hmm. I need to get back on my supplement shit. Ashwagandha and maca root. Um, here are two teams I'm very back. disappointed in their off season. The U, uh, not the Utah, the Sacramento Kings. You disappointed? I'm disappointed. Why? Not that I think they're going to be bad or that they're going to fall off, but I was so hyped for that 36 million that they opened. So I'm self. I'm speaking selfishly. Okay. Okay. I wanted to see something cool happen, and they, they just brought back their guys, which is fun. Which yeah, is fine. Yeah. But I did mention before the the year after the jump is always harder than the jump. But they brought back their guys. I'm cool with that. But I just wanted to be, you know, 36 million dollars a cap. I was so excited for something to happen. And they, they literally brought like everybody except for, no, everybody, everybody except for Metu. On that part, I hear you. But I think they probably looked at the market and was like, shit, we we going to have to pay yeah. Jeremy Grant this crazy amount of money or Kyle Kuzma, who we like. But we probably think it's valuable just to bring our pieces back. And on that part, I can't be mad at them. They also got the overseas guy. Yes. Ooh. Oh, actually, I completely take away everything I said. I forgot that he's coming over. He going to fit the offense. Dude is nice. a dog. Now, how he translates to the NBA is a lot, you know, it's tough to yeah. transition from that league to this league. The same sport, play completely different. But I love it. I love it when those guys come over because you know who I you know who I still watch to this day? Who? Nikola Miritich. I still watch him. And he can be killing Because he plays. He's such a good basketball player. I was just watching him the other day, just on YouTube, like watching the shit he's doing over there. And like, come your ass back, bro. I'm like, damn. Be scared. Come your ass back is crazy. Um... <laughs> Sasha Sasha Vizinkov. Vizink, and OKC I, I got one too. Yes, they yes they did. I was aware of Sasha because I was just strolling TikToks, and my TikTok is now NBA basketball heavy. And there's an account I think it's called Eurobasket Hoops, and it just shows highlights of people overseas. Buddy was dropping thirties without dribbling, <laughs> off cuts, catch and shoots. Literally did not put the ball on the floor. He had a like I think a forty point game. He dribbled six times. How tall is he? Uh, six nine. He's a four. He's, like a and he shot four. 60% from the field. Mm-hmm. So what you think he's going to do with De'Aaron Fox in there? Yeah. Another guy that just, yeah. 20, Sabonis $20 make million. Dollars. Cool. Sabonis got the extension too, which is congratulations yes, to him. Um, the second team that I'm disappointed in, it's my very own. Ah, this is on my losers on my video too. Um, but I, I, told I think him, that the individual deals make sense. Uh-huh. But the fact that y'all are just sticking to this mediocrity is what sucks. Yes. Javon's contract and what he can bring is solid. Uh, Tory Craig makes Which, sense for the team. In my video, he wasn't on the team yet. Okay. Um, Tory Craig makes sense for the team. Kobe White's contract looks good. Mm-hmm. Brought back Drummond, $3 million. But our team still sucks. And we're still just going to be mid. That was a point I made in my video. It's like I didn't expect the Bulls to go and sign fucking Kyrie Irving, but everything that they're doing is telling us that they're sticking with this core that hasn't shown us anything or any reason to stick together. I needed them to move on from I one of them. I wouldn't trade Zach Levine, but I needed the Bulls to trade hey. Zach, DeMar, and wash their hands with Vucevic uh, or in some way. And even Something. if you brought back Vucevic, cool, DeMar or Zach – we have to show that we're doing something different, and we don't think that this this little big three is it. Mm-hmm. And they didn't do that. They kind of doubled down on it, and maybe, yeah. I don't know, maybe they'll Dropping trade Dimes the tweeted Zach Levine's name. Yeah, I mean, that still is there. That was like four days ago, yeah. three days ago. We'll see. But, but, but I think he, he tweeted fun. in connection with uh, 
the Dame, Dame shit. So. Yeah. I be I be laughing at the Bulls, but it's it is kind of sad. Though. <laughs> would, you be mad? would you be mad? It's that as sad. It yeah. is no. I'm I'm agree with you because it's like the the owners just like they kind of play in y'all face. It's like one hundred percent. It's like and you know having somebody in my bed. Like I ain't got nobody in my bed. It's like <laughs> I obviously know it's just like right. you don't have to you don't have to try to play around and be like you know they you could be straight up with the fans. And you know what it is, Mike. But. My fandom is attached to two teams that they own. The White Sox are ran the exact same way. It's, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Shout out to Lou Bob, though. He announced that. Shout out to him. But God damn. And mm-hmm. I have no, like, this fandom, it sucks, but it's so ingrained in who I am that no matter what happens with this organization, they're going to have my support, and they don't deserve it. Ouch. In 10 the years, good it could shit be different. That happened was <sighs> before I was even able to speak. And here I am supporting this fucking organization just because I was born in this city. That sucks. No, and I I'm, understand that, y'all that, that stepped away and went say, to different places. I understand made, it. You made that decision. It was I'm blaming my dad. But I mean, I'm a Nick fan and we haven't done shit, so. But at least you you I know you made that decision yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was in, engraved in me to be a bulls. I had no choice, really. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And that now at 26 years old with the brand that I've built, I still don't have a choice. Imagine me right now saying "fuck the Bulls." I'm a Thunder fan. With my support, like it don't, it won't make sense for my brand. You will be a real cool Magic fan. I can't do it because they finessed us two years ago, and I'm no, gonna but forever. That's what I'm if you were a Magic fan, you would be you would be on the other side of it. I could see you yeah. being like a Franz Wagner yeah. fanatic. You would that's be what, super into. I'm Paolo. always he interested. Had the Mo, Mo Bamba jersey at it on. Yeah, yeah. Mo yeah. Bamba f- uh, fan club. Yeah, fuck out of there. That's <laughs> why I'm always interested in people like um Shams. Grew up a diehard Bulls fan, but as he progressed in his progress in his uh, profession, he detached himself from all organizations. I kind of envy that, and I'd be thinking, should I do that? I don't think I could. No, I'm, I genuinely don't think I could. I don't think. I think should. part of my lore is that I'm a like a normal NBA fan, yeah. but still, he's I just doing like, it because he's reporting. Exactly, but even if let's say it makes sense for the brand, I don't think I could because I need the it's, the White Sox don't win anything, but I've not missed a game this season. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel the same it's about an the attachment. Bulls. It's an attachment at the end of the day, too. Because if it ha- ever happens where we get the guy and we are good again, I'm going to look back on these shitty years and be like, that's, that's, a, that's the in reason I years, did. In 10 years, it could be a lot different because you just had that experience of like, well, some of that, oh, that shit is. Yourself. The White Sox, you should miss some games. <laughs> would it, would it I'm be, not, I'm not, right. I can't watch it. When, what I, is say, that, when I say I don't games? miss, it's that I'm keeping up with it. Oh, okay. Most of them I'm watching literally, but some of them, I mean, I might be driving, so I'm listening to it, or mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm, I got the notifications, oh, home uh, run for the other team. I'll be going I back and just. Hat in five different variations. I'll be watching hat, the highlights. Yeah. I had to watch that game that. with Shohei. Fuck. He had yeah, fucked the white side. Yeah. 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 But it's, it, when it is going, it's so fun to watch your favorite baseball team be good. It's just been so long. But both of those teams are in that point that I think is the worst point to be in, where it's like, Number one, what are we doing? And it's the middle of the pack. And the White Sox not even in the middle of the pack, and neither are the it's Bulls. Bad, but yeah. the roster is a mediocre in the pack. It ain't like uh, we have this top prospect in the farm yeah. system that we're like waiting for. Right. Oh, here comes our Jeremy Pena. Same thing with the Bulls. The Bulls drafted fucking who? Julian Phillips from Tennessee, who is cool, but it's not nothing. We'll see him on Friday. Ain't got y'all like exactly. Dalen Terry, cool, but ain't had y'all like. Yeah, do you know what it is though? The Reinsdorf family is carried by the fact that they are in Chicago, 
and Chicago cares about their teams. The Bulls were dog shit for five straight years, and they still were top five in attendance every season. No matter what, the Bulls fans are going to pack out the house because at the end of the day, they love their team. The one thing that we are seeing is that the White Sox overall attendance is down 25%, which is fucking beautiful. My bad. Don't, wa- don't go to the ballpark to watch a shitty team if you're upset with the ownership, but you can't expect NBA fans to do the same thing because there is a limited amount of games, and a basketball game is just objectively fun to go to, regardless if the team is good or bad. Baseball is too, but you know what? There's nothing fun about going there. Like that Giants game. Oh, man. That puts such a bad we, – we have fun. We have not been back. Games, but we – no, not not back. No way. Cold, rainy, In open li- day, you excited. In line. Yeah. And these motherfuckers is hitting home runs before I can sit my ass in a seat? Yeah. Oh, hell no. Nah. Y'all crazy. That puts such a bad taste in my mouth. Ah, uh, man. I cannot wait for, like – I thought we was going to break a record for how many games we was going to this year. Yeah, and we've been to two. Yo, that clock ain't helping One either. was in Wrigley. One is in Wrigley. They had that pitching clock, and that was just – had a game going by so fast. It do, if you're in the ballpark, the pitch clock kind of is shitty. But like as watching it at the crib, I love it. The Cub game ain't affected us as much because we was there on time. There, but the Sox when we was running a tad bit late, so yeah. it felt like every time, every minute we was. And missing. We weren't even late. We just didn't account for it to be an opening day when it was true. Thirty thousand people there. Never had been to an opening day yeah. before. Anyway, um, yeah, the Bulls are losers in my opinion of this offseason. They just have not done anything. Again, I think the Javon signing. Uh, Tory, uh, who else was it? Kobe White coming back and drum on paper. All of those are good signings, but again, it's just doubling down on the core that hasn't done a goddamn thing by themselves. And I say by themselves because when Zoe was there, they were good. Philadelphia 76 was our losers to me. I agree because I mean, it just looks like James Harden don't want to be there. Damian Lillard is maybe a pipe dream. So you talk about losing Harden. And not and getting Norman Powell and them type of guys back, it only increases the odds and chances of Joel Embiid exiting. So for me, that has to be a loser. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't even, that you I don't even think it's really losing. It's just super unfortunate for the Nuggets how they kind of got outbid on some of their guys like Bruce Brown and Jeff yeah. Green. I would say they are losers. Now I still think they're can win I a think, championship. Yeah, that's what I said because like, they they sell their core guys. Yeah, Look, just, and they draft well, so yeah. I can mm-hmm. see certain guys replacing. Some some of the things that the other guys did. But they do. Team. They did lose TB, who went to the Miami Heat, <laughs> which is just so random. He's one of yeah. the, like I'm like, damn, Thomas. He Bryant. another backup, or he another <laughs> time he's got a, like a star center in front of him. He's just hoping that one of them like get injured for a season, so he could just start all the time. They have fuck around to trade him after. Um, but no, I think I think you're right. I mean, losing Bruce Brown sucks, especially during the parade where they were pretty confident that they were going to be able to bring him back. But you can't match twenty million, twenty plus million dollars annually. Um, and then they lost Jeff Green, obviously Uncle Jeff, and then um, Thomas Bryant. Who, you know, is Ish Smith still on the roster? I didn't see. Got DeAndre Jordan, though, right? Got DeAndre Jordan. You got DeAndre back. Jordan back. Um, Jeff Green going back to Houston sucks because I wanted to see him on a different team. He already played for Houston. You want to see him? Last see time he was in Houston, yeah, he, he had, had to him. play center. So they might trade him. They, they might trade him. Yeah, because he just I just need him to accumulate every single jersey. Oh, yeah, true. Get a green jersey in every color. I wanted to see the Mavericks do a little bit more. I can't say they're a loser. They brought back Kyrie. They drafted well. The White Power is back. But On I a cheap-ass deal. Yeah, cheap deal. Like three, three years, $12 million. It was some, Yeah, something like that. I'm like, damn. Um, but I wanted they scratched his back on his last contract, so he's stretching them now. I want to see them, see them be a little bit more active. Yeah. Um, uh, The Kelly Oubre. 
Him and Christian Wood losers right now because there's not a lot of money out there to be got, and they still haven't made a decision. So what I would do is I would stick my middle finger up and I would go to a team for like a like Eric Gordon did. Yeah, Eric Gordon. (laughs) They're they're a winner. The Suns are a winner. Yeah, Josh Okogi, Yuta Watanabe, Eric Gordon, uh, Metu, um, Drew Eubanks. they, They added shooter. They added shooting and they added just like bodies that I think are more. Oh, the Mavericks also brought back Seth Curry. Yes. No, I think for for how the Suns started off and how we were questioning the roster, I think what they did is pretty good. There's still some holes you could try to fix, but you'll be fine. I think some of the stars kind of overlapped that. They made that money stretch. The Eric Gordon was a really, really big one for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I, if I'm like Kelly Oubre or I'm uh, Christian Wood, I just go somewhere for a very, very – like I go somewhere and overpass. If I'm Christian Wood, I'm going to the Suns, matter of fact. I'm That's what I said a, too. I'm taking a cheap ass deal, and I'm I'm sticking my middle finger up to the rest of the league, and y'all finna cry about it since nobody wanted to give me my bag. Mm-hmm. I'm Demarcus Cut. What Demarcus Cousins say? I'm a warrior. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Kelly. Remember Uber. how mad we was as a basketball yes. community? If you go back and play that 2K, I forget what year it was. He's still a 92 overall. So that team is impossible to be in a play. Like, I had a whole video where I'm trying to build the team to go against them. I lost every single time. Mm-hmm. That team was so fucking stacked before we found out that Boogie wasn't still up to the person that he was before that. But that's, yeah, that's it. Bro said, he looked at that camera, I'm a warrior. I'm trying to think about teams for <laughs> Kelly Oubre. And this is like, you're going down low money. Uh, I think that the he. The Mavericks? The Heat. I think it would have been cool too, but I feel like. The Cavs kind of signed up some of the some threes, but I think Kelly Oubre could have fit well with the Cavs too. Hell yeah! Uh, the Cavs had a good offseason. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Max Schroes and then uh, George Niang and then Roback Karis Levert got some shooters. I've seen that a lot of reports that they they're willing to move Jared Allen. Yeah. After kind of what? Just I think they're kind the of ready. Got too bright. Yeah. No player should ever say that aloud. The playoffs had him looking kind of. It's just I feel like that raised a lot of questions with him. What happened to playoffs and Mitchell Robinson bodied him, he dominated did. him, and he also did. Mobley Mitchell is more Robinson of a center though. anyway. Yeah, I Mitchell don't think Robinson they want that better. two non-center. <laughs> two non-shooting. Mitchell Robinson ain't an all-star, but he better last year. Remaining free agents: Christian Wood, P.J. Washington, Grant Williams, Kelly Oubre, Matisse Stiebel, Io DeSumo, Jalen Noel, Troy Brown. Which I thought Troy Brown his deal not go through. Who did he assign with? Minnesota Timberwolves. He sure did. Yeah. But I this don't is know. from an hour ago. Shit. Terrence Ross, Jermichael Green, Paul Reed, TJ Warren, uh, Hami Diallo, Mike Muscala, Dario Saric, and Anthony Lamb. I feel like TJ Warren is going to be a son again. I feel like Diallo going to be a jazz. <laughs> That's so random. Because <laughs> I feel like he he's nice. I just feel like a team just got like, they never really got expectations going to pick him yes, up. Yes, he did. Yeah. That's Kyron's guy. Diallo, because he could, he just be dunking on two K. PJ Washington, I could, I could see a couple teams looking at him too. Did y'all like Lonnie Walker going to the Nets? I kind of like that. Yeah, I like that pickup a lot. That was, that was, that was kind of cute. Yeah, that was a cute little pickup. The Knicks, man, Knicks might as well swoop in on Kelly. They might. Oh, you got a lot of players over there. We do, don't we? Kelly averaged a dub last season. He had a phenomenal. I, I, talk <laughs> I about, don't remember any shot talked, that he ever took. Bro. I talked about this man so much last season on this podcast and on Twitter. I cannot believe he's still a free agent. Just sitting. You know why? No disrespect. Jalen McDaniels, Raptors. I like that pickup. He's such a low IQ basketball player a lot of the times. 
And I just think teams are turned off by that archetype of player now. But he's so, he's so good defensively at times. Yeah, at times. I was gonna say a lot. I guess he can get overlooked because it was just in and when I see that's why he had he had so any much. shot he could really get, especially yeah. with Lamelo being out. Sometimes they had Dennis Smith Jr. running starting point guard for right, a long right. time. Who so. got who got um a contract with the Brooklyn Nets? I'm pretty sure. Who? Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, yeah, though that. But if you look at like the the skeleton of his game. He's ener- he he feels like a battery pack type player. Like he always yeah, got energy. He, he will give it hustle on the defensive end. <laughs> he bring it swag. And if anything, if you don't think <laughs> if you don't think he's not like a starter quality for your team, he could come off the bench, for give sure. you 10, 15 points. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. So I would take a look he at him. He didn't shoot his best thing. three ball last year. What was the number? But yeah, two percent from three. But yeah. I feel like the attempts are crazy. Though. From, yeah, exactly. The attempts are crazy. Thirty eight percent from the corner. Um catch and shoot was thirty two percent. Above the break was 29%, and pull-up was 30 Um, But his three-point shot quality was an F. Because he I, bro, the, the shots he would take were crazy. It's openness rating, F percentile. Like, I mean, nine percentile, F rating. Um, Isolation, his ISO impact was in the 65 percentile. And he didn't even get many ISO uh, attempts. He, his percentile for isolations per 75 is a D, which is 31 percentile. He didn't have a lot of opportunity for ISOs. But when he did... He killed it. Matchup difficulty. He guarded. He's in the 82 percentile. He guarded them dudes. He ain't run away from the KD matchups. The Hornets had a, um, their summer league roster had a lot of people that are expected to play yeah, for real. Bryce McGowan's. <laughs> they, of course, James Booknight. Booknight was on the team. Dennis Smith Jr. Um, I mean, Nick Smith Jr. Nick Smith Jr. Kai Jones was on that team. Kai Jones. And, we feel, oh, and, and they Miller. got bro, ran. Kai Jones. Who was that that was killing, bro? They had uh, Jonathan Champ. I mean, J- Julian Champagne. Yes. Him was spazzing. It was a and Dominic minute. Barlow. Dominic Barlow Dominic was Barlow. killing. Yes. Him. He was killing them. Yeah, like literally, he did, a, he, he did a ice like a brought up court ISO spin move, lefty high off glass. I'm like, yeah, he, God, he, he, he athletic is here. I'm excited for him. They said he shouldn't even be playing. But anymore. I love <laughs> Champagne because that's what he was doing at St. John's. And he signed a real contract. Yes, Shout he out did. to him. Yes, he did. Shout out to him. Yes, he did. Uh, but I'm, yeah, I'm excited to just watch some random summer league games, especially mm-hmm. if we in the arena. It's gonna be amazing, bro. I'm like the Bulls play. Um, for the day we land, we you we gotta think about how fast we got to turn shit around. We gonna land at like eleven ish. I don't give a fuck about the Bulls, so I could take my time. No, the Bulls play at three. I think. Oh, I think the first game starts at one, and I don't remember who it is. But if we want to like really get into it, we gotta check in, eat some, pick up di- credentials. Oh, oh yeah, that take. A, but yeah. it's right there though. But that line is always is a crazy. Um, and then getting like we have to quickly turn shit around if we, but that's if we want to beat up. Let's see what the first game is actually. Now that we please, sitting please. together, and I tell you, if I love defensively. Kelly, you were a lot of deflection and steals. Ninety one percent. Timberwolves Pelicans is the first game. Our guy uh, Jordan Hawkins. Jordan Hawkins. Um, second game is the Bucks versus Nuggets. Julian Strother versus who are they playing? The Bucks. I don't even remember who the Bucks end up picking up this year. This first game, they kind of weak. <laughs> the Bulls versus the Raptors. Holy I'll shit. I'll be there for that. Grady Dick. I'll be there for that. Uh, but You'll be there for Dick, huh? <laughs> <laughs> the real game starts at six? Four o'clock oh. that time. Six Spurs? o'clock our time. Spurs. It is Rockets versus Blazers. That should be really that's good. A, that's a, a. Shade and Sharp, the best playing. And it's league. ESPN, too. It's on. P- it's, 
That's oh, the one Dane. Bro. Every time we go to Summer one, League, too. That's the one Dane going to walk in. When we go to that other court, I think, is that the, the Cox side? Yeah, I feel like we always be standing there for a second waiting at that line, but we like, yes. oh, we can just go in you with know the what's credentials. What's up? The Bulls game is in, in the Cox Pavilion. Of course, because they weak. No, we don't have Grady in the Cox. Oh. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Uh, then you got Cavs versus Nets. Do we care about that? That's in the other gym. Nobody cares Noah about that. Noah Clowney. Yeah, you know, Derek Whitehead, Imani Bates, and then the game after that is the Hornets versus Spurs. That's the game. That yes. should be a really, and that's why it's going. This first day is going to be fucking ridiculous. That's why the credential line is going to be like an hour. I think that's because everybody's going to be there. I feel like the last couple of years but it wasn't like a super early, hype. If we go like right. right off the plane. We should be all right. Yeah, and then the last games are like the uh, Kings versus the Hawks. We already seen the Kings yesterday. And then Lakers, Warriors. I don't give a fuck about that one. Damn. No, Jaylen I'm just because we we seen both of these teams already. Oh, That's all I mean. It was no, nothing new. Nothing new. Uh, what else? I'm just excited for the live show too. I know. Me too. The tour's been cool. We kind of winded down. We only got a couple more spots. What? Yeah, we only got a couple more spots. Not in my mind. We got Vegas, Toronto, Seattle. Even oh, I don't. I, I didn't. I wouldn't count Seattle okay, as part we of the tour. Won't count it. Uh, Houston, Vegas, uh, Toronto, yeah. Houston, Utah, uh, Denver. Denver. That's still four more spots. We ain't even did four yet. We did. Oh, I guess this is number Philly. three, huh? Yeah, we're not even halfway done. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I hate to have burst your bubble. I wouldn't even think about Denver because it's not official. It wasn't officially on the flyer just because it wasn't. We yeah. didn't know. I was saying that. Started. That's like more so like next Shit. season in my mind. But no, this I was like I was only thinking yeah. about it because I want to take a vacation with my girl. But I'm think I was thinking in my head like, like when, when would I have planet? time because yeah. it's like boom boom boom. That's boom, what we doing. We trying to figure out when we go on our honeymoon because it's like, right. And your wedding is in August, yeah. which I, that August feels jam packed, bro. That's why I like this Toronto, Seattle, Seattle, Seattle is one of the ones that's like. When is those dates for? I don't. I literally do not. I can look. I know he posted on Instagram. If that one fell through, you wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad at it because I got my wedding the week after. So, then then honeymoon. And they were filming my sh- my TV show in August, so I'm never gonna be home. You know what I'm saying? Like that whole Fuck month. Your house. <laughs> August fifth and sixth are the days. Oh, that ain't as bad. I don't, why did I think it was like, like three, three days? Three days. Well, we ever we need to really check up on this because this is in the month, so we really need to figure out what's our goal. Like, why are we going there? Are we filming something? Who's gonna be there? Are we getting talent? Are we doing it? Like, we gotta really get to the nitty gritty with it all. Um, because I don't know. Post got 300 likes. Speaking of likes, so I'm, I'm joking. We, oh. It's late as hell on the show, but for those that are still watching, thank y'all for all the support on that. The, the podcast we did in Studio J. Oh, yeah. It's over oh, 400,000 yeah, likes. It's over 400,000 views, and it hasn't even been a week yet. So thank you for all the love on that one. Oh, and we also hit 300,000 subscribers. We should have set that at the top of the show, yeah. 300K. 300K, man. Uh, which is which is dope. It's just a good good number, but ain't the number. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We keeping it going. Uh, but 300K, yeah, we really do appreciate it, man. From, you know, we started this channel, like, what, two seasons ago, if that? Because we were on the HOH channel for the first four years of our relationship with HOH. Or whatever. I mean, you know, numbers are weird. Yeah, and the growth is crazy because when we first made the transition, I feel like our videos are getting, like, 30K each. On like average now, it feels like it's over 100k almost yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, a lot of credit to the four boys here, obviously. 
A lot of credit to Isaac behind the scenes doing a lot of the TikTok work and editing those. Um, I guess Weezy gets some credit. I guess. He do. He gets some credit. He for the transitions. I, I mean, there's a lot of time he dedicates to it. That's that's one hundred percent true. Um, he definitely be in the studio four hours before shit, so he can look busy. <laughs> we get here, he's still yeah, he's gotta, still working. He's talking, we get here, he's talking about yeah. Let me go ahead and get my camera out at my car. Motherfucker been in here sleeping and shit. Coming, this motherfucker smell like fucking ramen noodles and shit, onions and shit. Nigga in here eating and having a picnic. Sushi, <laughs> he got sushi. Sushi, right? Don't take out the garbage. Hot, yeah, fucking all oh, type of shit. him and Derek. They know they getting fucking seventeen Bro, ingredients when on we the did, sandwich to put in the garbage. When we did that video, we had all that milk. I was like, "Don't put that milk back in that fridge, bro." Nobody put a drink. There's a wrap in there right now. Oh, uh, from um, oh my god! Oh, that's dual wrap. <laughs> that was the draft screen. Yeah. Throw it. Who just throw it away? <laughs> that's what bro. I'm saying. If you know you, is that's he even my pet, here or is he from New York? Peas, I don't fucking know. He's well, not coming back for the rap. If you're not gonna eat something, you know you're not. Why just throw it, it away, yeah, man. Suzanne is heavy on that, bro. Putting shit in the refrigerator. I know you're not having leftovers of this, bro. I just right. know you're just not. throw it away, and it'd be like, I don't want to waste Maybe. food. You're wasting it anyway because you're not gonna eat it. You saying Suzanne does it? Yeah. Monday nights. I clean the refrigerator of the other shit because Tuesday is garbage day. And I'm always open to see, like, when is this? This is from last Tuesday, bro. Yeah. What are we doing here? What do you do? Like, I, I like okay, what, what is a food that you just know for sure you're not heating up? Chicken. You, that, 100%. Uh, well, I, 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 heat up, I heat up some, like, chicken breasts or something. But let's say we have, uh, do I heat up fries? Like, if we fry French it? fries. Boom. Why the fuck are these French fries in the refrigerator yep. right now? Yep. You, I've never seen you a- eat a french fry that wasn't made an hour ago. I don't right. like fried chicken heated up. I could get away Oof. with it. I'll take that. I, I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes Popeye's reheated chicken be tasting better than the one that bitch is freshly made. I can't go that well, far. That, that, I mean, Popeyes, that shit wasn't freshly made. Nah, I don't Popeyes know what it is. I, it, I think it's before. just like the second time around is like, damn, I was hungry and this shit was right there in the fridge for me. That's how I feel about <laughs> barbecued chicken. Like if you gotta heat that barbecue chicken up off that grill, that motherfucker gonna be. My dad, my dad made me a slab of ribs the other day. God damn, you eat ribs? Man, can I can I eat them? Devour them, motherfucker. Every time about more, more. Sorry, baby. (laughs) You suck the meat off them? Absolutely. (laughs) No meat left on that bone. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, man. It's just one of them things, man. It's one of them things that, like, no matter what, if my pop said he barbecuing. I need a slap. Y'all, um, play. You take a play home? I just get a slap. I don't need no sides. Oh. Give me a slap. Y'all saw a hotel? Mm-hmm. I have not looked at it, no. I've been there when I did that Wendy shoot. It's nice. Caesar Palace-esque. Okay. That's good. Casino, mall. Oh, you know what? I didn't look at it, but they were saying that there's a bunch of concerts going on while we're there in our hotel. I'm like, oh, shit. All right. You said J. Cole or something. J. Cole. Um, Jack Harlow, I think. And then, like, party next door. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> I hope that got picked up by the microphone. It probably did. Uh, Stomach was going crazy. I woke up at nine thirty, so I brushed my teeth and just dipped and came here. Yeah, I feel like I'm hungry as shit. Yeah, I, I only, I only wake I up. I wake I, up at eight o'clock every morning, regardless of a I alarm was clock. The fuck out. One of them. I nights. went to sleep watching uh, Tyus Jones one legged floaters. 
That video fucking killed. I don't know why, but you sent that video of that dude asking, what did he ask? (laughs) He was like, can you beat your brother in a one-on-one or some shit like that? He was loud as fuck. (laughs) I don't know why it made me feel like, I kept thinking about that video. I'm like, why was that nigga so fucking loud? (laughs) I was looking for like the video I was watching, like the floaters and the pick and roll with the tires. And that thing popped up. And I'm like, I just clicked on it because it was a short. Bro. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Tyus, so <laughs> Like, why the fuck is this nigga? I had to share that with some people that would understood the funniness to that. Oh, man. Y'all, Y'all, get, uh-huh. Y'all got anything planned for today? Not necessarily. I don't celebrate the 4th of July. I mean, I might. If like, somebody grills If somebody pops up or yeah. like something pops up and then like there's a van where you can see some fireworks cool, but I'm it's, not. It's definitely breaking the, my back for fucking 4th for of July. For the Suzannes of the world. What's Suzanne? What that mean? She's celebrating right now. Doing what? They went. There's a parade that goes through the neighborhood. So they went to the parade. She's talking about going to see fireworks, and I'll probably do that because you know I already like fireworks and stuff. But I, I'm I not cannot re- care less about the fireworks. I'm not now. running around. I'm not gonna put on an American flag shirt. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Uh, I'm not putting no American flag in front of my house, <laughs> on my car. I saw a lot of American flags on the way here. Yeah, I. Actually, I'm like y'all fake. Y'all got this shit up in December. If you really ride with something, you keep it up. American flags are just so, uh, these days, I just don't know. They need a remix. Oh, yeah. Bro, have you ever seen that meme where it's like, <laughs> are you a- patriotic or are you patriotic? You know, because yeah, there's a difference. And they be, they hang them from the tree. Like, it reminds me of somebody hanging from a tree and sometimes, like, I just don't really rock with the whole shebang. Have y'all seen that meme where it's like, it's like, just remember on 4th of July when you're lighting your fireworks, like, these guys are scared, and it's, it's a, a dog. dog. Bro, Cobra was, man, I feel bad. I do be feeling bad for the. Now, luckily, it only lasts for seven days out of the year. You know what I'm saying? If that. Which, that's what pisses me off. It should be one it day. It should be one. <laughs> it should be one day. Two days max. Yeah. Okay. You got some leftover shit, or you yeah. got a little thirsty and did it. Because last night they did it. They was definitely going but, crazy. Bro, July 9th, when I, when we, July 10th, when I come back from Vegas and I hear some shit. I may have to That's, go They to. didn't fall for buying all them fireworks. Yeah, why'd you buy so many if you weren't yeah, dedicated we to the ground? got a lot of anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we were in the basement watching a movie because I was thinking, you know, the basement's probably the place where they probably can't hear it. You know what I'm saying? Let's go watch a movie downstairs. Cobra was in a ball all night. And I felt <laughs> Ari was so in the bad. Car. We, she wanted to drive. She wanted to drive to every single one. <laughs> so, boom. I'm like, all right, let's drive to here. We watched them. Another one pop off. Round Berea. Okay, let's drive towards these. When after that, I'm like, bro, we not finna drive around the Chicagoland area because we see fucking. You can see them. You can see the fireworks from far, far away. No, but we was already get, in the car, so it's just like you just got to get in that one spot where it's got like surrounding ones going off. Yeah. You got a whole show right yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, just not. Yeah, it's not a day that really matters too much. But kids also so. can't look for shit. Me and Dana like look, Gary. Always late. The where? Late, yeah. Where? I don't see it. Yeah. Where? <laughs> you know how that go, but yeah, I ain't doing shit. I'm chilling. <laughs> the fuck? If I I came to work, so that show you, yeah. Because right. everybody else acting like this is a day off. Our producers ain't. It felt like a ghost town when we came. And bro, all our driving in was, was coming. Here, bro, driving in was there was nobody on the road, and then you know these lots are always packed. 
Not a single. I just saw your car. I'm like, oh, fuck. Hey, you parked right there. Yeah. You don't never park right that's there. That's because that's Derek's spot. That's De- Derek presidential, which I'm glad because Derek, your ass don't need to park it a lot. You ain't got the stick and move. <laughs> <laughs> Think of my spark. Right, Derek's yes. like he having a blast. And, and it, was my, it was my dad. And if Derek don't come back and buy a Tesla, I'm going to be mad. Right. He's taking so many pictures. Who's it? Is that a rental? I think I'm it guessing it's just a be. rental. Yeah. And he just flexing to us yeah. and that motherfucker. And he, you know, he played with the settings because in it, his car is blue. And you could just change the color of the car on the screen. So I know he ain't got he not in no fucking uh silky blue Tesla right now. <laughs> but he I want to see him in it because it's a model three. And he big as hell for a model three. Oh, those are smaller? Uh, those that's I, the I one I used to have. Anything. I oh, thought he okay. was in that white one that you got. Uh, no, nah, he's not in the, the big body SUV joint. Oh yeah, he he big as hell. He big as hell. Knees <laughs> is on the steering wheel and shit. Bro, it was my dad's birthday yesterday. Oh, so, yeah, same birthday as Derek. Yeah. Or same person. Oh. No. Because my dad's like 15 years old and beat me. Nah. Like <laughs> 17, 18 years old. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, but no, so I got him. I told you I got him a backbone. It's like the thing you put on your phone or whatever. Yeah. But we went to Best Buy because my sister was like, I want to get him a present too. So she had oh, came she with me. got no fucking money. I asked. I was like, you got, you got money? She's like, no, like you expecting me to use my money? I'm like, you wanted to get him a present. <laughs> but regardless though, so we're at the thing, and you know how they had the little Roblox cards? Mm-hmm. It's like the $10 one, and it's just me and her. So I was like, if you're going to get that, because she said she wanted it, I was like, you got to get Alex one too, because that's just how kids work. Yeah. And so she's like, oh, okay. She went back, and I started walking towards the register. Next time she come up to me at the register, she got two cards, Tell me why twenty five dollar. I'm like, bro, <laughs> stop playing with me. <laughs> She's like, these are the only ones left. I'm like, no, G. The ten dollar ones is right here. She thought she was so slick. She tried to get up on your ass so she could be strong as hell in that one Roblox game. But do y'all ever see, like Ari love that Roblox shit? And I used to give her one every Friday, bro. You know, that $10 gives them like a meal, like a $10,000. <laughs> For real? I Ar- thought it didn't give them shit. Ari spends that shit in three seconds. Uh, I don't want to say it gives know. them a million, but it gives them like 20000 or fifty. It's, it's a, it's I, I bought amount. I bought them like a decent amount of those because they always be on the game or whatever. It, and I understand just like, if motherfuckers buy me Microsoft points, like I know what to do with them. Exactly. Like, I might know what not know. Or like my mom might not know what it is, but she knows I know what to do with them. No, Ari spends. She know what to do with it. She just yeah. spends it fast. She know yeah. exactly. She got like a wish list of what she want. I guess she go buy that shit, bro. It was it, she get them shit so much. I was thinking about like buying five at, at a time and just putting them in my desk. Mm-hmm. And like, hey, you being good, boop. Uh, you lost your tooth, boop. Anything, just pull out one of them up. Hey, yeah, I'm not there yet. <laughs> And I don't, I don't Instead know. of saying stop, hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You, you're going to get to that point, too. Because naturally, it just costs more having a kid. For sure. But it's just like when you go into the store, when you're just getting some milk or whatever, you might have to add an extra 15, 20 bucks. I do, gonna well, want I do that shit. already. I do that already. No matter where I go, I look. And like if it's something I think Avery will want or like, I yeah, buy yeah, it regardless. You got to. You that's have that's to. how it works. Even, like, I mean, I, w- I went to the mall, Oakbrook, not Oakbrook, uh, Schomburg Mall. Like we took Schomburg Mall. Mm-hmm. Every store I went there, I'm like, oh, this is kind of nice. But like I spent, I went there specifically for one thing and spent way more money on Avery than I, you know, uh, would have spent on myself. Yeah, you feel a, good doing it. I mean, obviously, you yeah. should. Yeah, it ain't ever no problem. It's a natural thing. It's just funny. 
we went somewhere for Dana to get like something for her friend who was having a baby. And I'm like, I know you're here for that, but that's a Harvard and Yale shirt that Ari could wear. Put put that girl in a Harvard shirt. Let her know subconsciously she can come back. Yep, because you know they always had them. They love them throwback pictures like they did with Jokic. Talking about that boy is like, in he was in jersey. Serbia in a Nuggets jersey. I still think that that shit photoshopped <laughs> to this day. Because ain't no way he just had that shirt. Well, nowadays you can actually get away with the Photoshop. Just put a, put a green screen jersey on a kid, and then if you make it to the league, but that work. Donovan yeah. wearing a cast. Right, right, yeah. It's t- It happens too often for it to be real. That's what I'm saying. You know, Derrick Rose was in the Bulls jersey. Why would he be in a Bulls jersey? Bulls hat and gloves. Yeah, that's all. That's <laughs> fake as hell. Derrick Rose got that dingy ass Bulls jacket on in that picture. Uh, shout out to him. He won 23 in Memphis. Yep. I think that's cute. Yeah. Sentimental. Um, Yeah, I guess that's a wrap, man. man. Close it out. I wish D-, D Mills was here. I can't believe the next time we're going to see him, he's going to be in Vegas. What y'all think he going to do this time around? He going to do something funny. He, <laughs> We was leaving Atlanta and Publix and he tripped up the stairs. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That was shit that was Mike? Cr- was that you? No, that was Derek oh, who tripped. Derek. And, and the lady like, why y'all laugh? He's supposed to help him oh, up first. I'm like, hell no. I've seen somebody fall in a full ass suit. In a full suit <laughs> with <laughs> sandwiches in there. <laughs> oh, yeah, because like, was, it was like a flashback to when he had them stickies and he dropped it. <laughs> That That's what Diggie's, I mean. That was dig that in. in. That was dig, dig in. Because it was like a pla- He had a paper bag, too. He almost in dropped. In the rain. And he was That's an underrated story that I forget. That nigga was swinging a plastic paper bag in the rain and his food. F- <laughs> I just like how Jeff in the moment was like, it's all right. Like, I'll get back. Years but later. like years later, he's like, that shit kind of blew the fuck out of me. <laughs> Grown ass man. I got to go get his food for him. In the rain. Yeah, it was pouring, too. Man. Shout out to Jeff because Derek would have had to go back on his own. Um, all right, though. We appreciate y'all. We'll see y'all in a week because we at Summer League. Uh, come, come drop by in Vegas and holler at your boys. We out, though. Peace. Peace.